Hello there, Comic Clan, and welcome to Comics in the Cross, the greatest streamers you have never heard of. I, of course, am always as your host, Cross. And there's ads coming in with that host, making Zemo do his thing. Thank you so much for that ad. Um, I, of course, am your host, Cross. But I am not, not joined by Nitro today, who is attempting to play Titanic Flute. And I'd hate <laughs> to break his heart, but I can't hear it. No, not the Titanic flute. He, Nitro, <laughs> Nitro decided to upgrade the stream a little bit and decided to find out how to put sound effects on, which I told him not to do for the podcast because this <laughs> has to because this has to go up like on audio stuff, like and for the people like listen to it. So, but apparently it's not playing, so <laughs> it's actually failed. Um, but of course, Nitro is causing all sorts of chaos in chat, but he is not with me today. So I decided to get in some friends to help replace him. Well, it's going to be a permanent replacement, I think, after I, this podcast. I think so. I was going to say, so. if he keeps causing this much chaos, yeah, possibly, he might just get fully replaced. I, of course, am joined by a frequent guest of the podcast, although it's been a little while since he's been on here. Isaac, up in this top corner here of the Infinity Bros. He's been here a few times talking about a number of different things with us. Long time follower, long Actually, time associate. Trust, before you go on, uh -oh. seven years ago today, Amazing Spider-Man came out in theaters. Just wanted to throw that little tidbit out there. Seven years ago Seven today. years ago. That's Actually, terrifying. I thought it was longer when I saw that. I was wow. like, gosh, was only seven wow. years ago? It seems like a lot longer because MCU Spider-Man's already been here for what five years? Yeah, something like that. Cause when did Civil War come out? So yeah, yeah, um, that's crazy to think. About. Anyway, sorry. And of Intro. course, along with Isaac, I also have another guest, a uh, longtime friend of the podcast, first time having him actually on the podcast. So this is very exciting today. We are joined up in this corner by Caleb of the Mountain Nerds podcast. All right, all right, all right. I'm muting him right, after that right, one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're down to a two-man podcast now. Uh, <laughs> he, he had his chance. We gave him the shot. It didn't work out. It's no biggie. Uh, shout out to Order of the Zah. Thank you so much for that host as well. We appreciate it. Um, but also, just so we can show off, we are supporting each other's streams today as well. I'm rocking Mountain Nerds. Isaac's rocking Comics in the Cross. And Caleb rocking Infinity Bros. Don't, yeah, you can't say we don't support each other's no. stuff for all wearing each other's merch today. <laughs> Guys, we didn't even plan this. It just was organic. We it just, just happened. each other all the time. It just happened. I, mean, I don't I don't wear any other shirts unless it's, you know, one of the podcasts I support. It's like, that's all I wear True. now. That's, Good that's point. All. Good point. But thank you so much to everyone. The chat's already popping off. I'm barely keeping up with it already. I love the fact that both the wives are in chat for you two to make sure that you behave yourselves as well. Love it, yeah. uh, no, no, no. Our wives are the ones that need to behave themselves. That's they're. We got to keep them in check. Oh, oh well, maybe oh, Caleb. I'm the one that's keeping everybody in check. Right? You're the one keeping everyone in check. Is that how yeah. it works, Isaac? Yeah, exactly. Everyone else is just all troublemakers. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Oh, here we go. I was wondering when he was going to do it. Ads has been like chatting to me this past week. He was so excited with like our superhero square goal we did during the twelve hour stream, and he was like, "How oh, many?" There it is. I was like, "How Thanks. many can I? How many like superhero ma square goal matches can I redeem for?" And I said, "If you've got the points, dude, you can redeem as much as you want. You can do like a whole card if you want." And yeah, so, I mean, you guys could just make a list, and you'll just have to, yeah, keep tabs on it. So he's redeemed his first one. Ooh. 
That's an interesting one. That is interesting. I like it. I've not seen Lock and Key yet, so I need to get on that. Read the comic. Read the comic? Is the comic... The comic's way like better. A, the, show's way de- better. Okay. the show's decent. Like, the show's pretty good. Like I do like the mm-hmm. show. I'm excited for season two. But see, when you read volume one, like um, I think Nitro, I don't know if he's still in chat, like with me when we did it for our comic book club. Like It's, it's miles better. It's just it's so much better. Um, the show's good though for what it is the show definitely does a good job and I always mm-hmm. give a shout out to a show that does like cameo appearances from the creators uh, so like the writer That's and cool. artist both do like little cameos in the last episode which was cool I could have nice. booked the whole thing lock steady yeah if you got the points lock yeah you can book as many matches as you want that's what the channel redemption is there for like if you want to book a whole 7 fights we'll make the card you know, as you saw though, like some of the fights, if we talk about some more than we do others, some of them are pretty straightforward, but if you want to give it a shot, go for it. But yeah, so let's do a little update since last week, since it's our first time being on since the 12 hour stream. For anyone who missed our 12 hour charity stream last week, where were you? Like, come on, seriously. We were here for 12 hours, but why didn't you pop in? That's true. That's <laughs> right. Cross versus Nitro. <laughs> yeah, buddy, let's go. Can I? Can I just? It, it, do we even need to do that one as a fight? Like I win, obviously. <laughs> we answered that right now. Okay. All I was right. gonna say it's like I've got like a hundred pounds <laughs> no, on him. I was like, I'm. <laughs> I really, I really wish Nitro was in chat right now, but that's okay. We'll get him yeah. next time. Um, and Arkeo, thank you so much for the compliment. Arkeo saying the hair's looking good. If any of you were not aware, yes, this is not my usual hair color. Um, one of the milestones that we set was wait, uh, what? It's not. Yeah, I know, man. I rock it so well. You think it was what <laughs> yeah, I actually had? Right. It actually it, okay. The, uh, red, like it, the red in your headphones accentuates that pretty well. It's, yeah, it's I pretty nice so. coloring going on there. Yeah, I'm having like arguments with my two year old daughter right now about it. She's like, yes, daddy's hair, and it's like it's blue. And what's the other color? Red. I said, well, no, it's pink. No, red. <laughs> Though me and Isaac both agree that Cross should have done purple with his beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another. Next time you guys have a fundraiser, we'll have to add that to the goals list. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not going to be happening. <laughs> um, but I do have to say that what I'm liking the hair has turned out really good. Like Brittany at the hairdresser did an amazing job on it. It's looking great. Um so I'm I'm well chuffed with this. Like see about the pink going into the blue at that side. Um she's done a great job with it, so I'm I'm really happy with it. Okay, apparently we're doing another superhero square go at some point. People are just like redeeming <laughs> matches like Cage. Apparently. Crazy. He Man versus Lion O. Ooh, there we go. That'd be a and... good one. Johnny Cage versus Ken Masters. Dang. Yeah. Those are some good ones. Nice work, yeah. guys. Yeah, I've got like four fights already. We're only like halfway. <laughs> My favorite one is the cross versus Nitro. I think you guys should just set up a camera and actually do it live on stream. <laughs> do an actual fight. Just do an actual fight. Yeah. That would be that would get lots of viewers. I mean, I'm telling you, if you want to do it for the viewers, <laughs> that's that's what you do. There we go. The special hype for it, like me versus Nitro. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so I got my hair colored. We did a lot of good giveaways, which are all sitting here waiting to be sent now. They're all packaged up. Um, but a massive thank you to everyone who did show up because you came out and like and just blew us away. We were trying to raise a thousand dollars. Thanks to RKO who's in chat right now. We hit that at fifteen minutes into the twelve-hour stream. Who just came in and just dropped a thousand dollars. 
on us and then thanks to your fundraising efforts a special shout out to cv no pro who done a little bit of fundraising for the cause on her channel as well our final total was two thousand five hundred and forty nine dollars eight cents that's amazing which is just nuts that we raised yeah. that much for Taka. And just thank you. Thank you to everyone that did it. Thank you for everyone that helped us um, reach that amazing goal. We appreciate it from everyone. Um, yeah, that's amazing. You guys rocked it. That yeah, you guys so did cool. an awesome job. So, yeah, so we're probably going to be taking a break from the 12 hour streams as we've been mandated by our wives <laughs> after that. <laughs> especially, my, <laughs> especially my wife, who the legend she is, had three kids to herself for the whole day and um, she's like yes yeah, it's, it's probably going to be a one year thing at the moment until um, until things are a little bit different but yeah so infinity bros or mountain there to step up you're trying to do a 12 hour stream when are you all do it next it's in the works it's in the <laughs> works i won't i won't say anything else but there we go a little teaser for it <laughs> but yeah so we are joined by some special guests here for a very special reason. Oh, yeah, thank you for putting those in there, Spider. Let me just shout out as well that we did some amazing fundraising, but you all came out and supported us like crazy as well. But like we had so many follows, so many gifted subs, so many... Um, <laughs> Isaac's wife is, no! Good to go stream. Um, so many gifted subs, so many different stuff that came towards us, so many bets thrown out that we actually have two new emotes that got approved like right away as well, so they're actually active. Um, and that's all because of you opening up so many emote spots to us. So we now have the GG emote and the Talk Scottish to Me emote are now both live. Um, and you can throw them up in chat if you are a sub of the channel. So that was kind of exciting getting another couple of emotes added too. But as I was saying, we've got some special guests here. We are going to be jumping back and reviewing Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And the Disney Plus series has wrapped up, so we're going to be delving into the ins and outs of it. We are going to be going full spoilers for this today. So if you have not seen the end of it, you don't want to know anything about it. Hey, Supercalifrag, how is it going, sir? Welcome on in. And if you don't want anything spoiled from it, if you don't want anything you know given to you that's not already out there although the major spoiler kind of at the end like i don't know how you haven't heard about it yet it's been all over the internet and you should have guessed it you know but, yeah like it was, but wait besides wait that. that's we're talking about falcon and the winter soldier i thought this was wandavision i've never seen the <laughs> joking. well kayla this is going to be an interesting show for you <laughs> and thank you look steady for that gifted sub to rko i appreciate it um, so yeah, it's like we are going to be delving into this full spoilers, like right from the get-go, we're going to go full spoilers into this. Um, I do have a couple of little news topics I want to just mention before we dive, because a couple of news topics did drop this week that are worth mentioning. But when we get into Falcon Winter Soldier, it's going to be full spoilers <coughs> of what happened in the show and where we think it's going going forward. Um, but yeah, so a couple of news topics that were kind of interesting that dropped this week. First of all, like, how about we do a little bit of a chat about Miss Marvel? Um, the Disney Plus show for Miss Marvel had an awesome drop of some pictures from set, and we got to see what Kamala Khan is actually going to look like in the show. Uh, I will say, with that, with that cross, that that costume looked really good. The costume, that costume was is amazing, was superb. 
Like I kid you not, the costume yeah. looks like it's literally been pulled right out of the comics. Oh, yeah. Like, well, yeah, that and like it looks like a finished product, which makes makes me think that that's uh, that hopefully, hopefully this is going to be like the outfit that she has on towards the end of her show because I kind of do want to see her. It would be fun to see like an origin story with her making her own costume and stuff like that. So I kind of was hoping for that, but still the costume looks amazing and I cannot I cannot complain about that costume. Chances but, are I, that it's it's going to be a final product because that's one thing that that's one massive compliment I have to give to Disney Plus right now is whoever is in charge of the costuming of their main characters has been rocking it. Like we have seen some doing we have seen yeah, some comic accurate costumes like seeing Wanda as the Scarlet Witch at the end of WandaVision mm-hmm. is like yeah. outfit was like straight out of the comics and updated, modernized. And um, spoiler for what we're about to talk about, Falcon Winter Soldier, like Falcon now becoming Captain America and Sam Wilson's new Captain America outfit. Like as soon as I've seen it, it's like so good. it's like look at the front cover of the first volume of his run as Captain America. It looks yeah. like it's literally been taken off the page. Mm-hmm. It looks so, so amazing. So much better than I could ever have imagined it being. And then Miss Marvel, like seeing her costume, they're like, dang, they are rocking it. These costumes mm-hmm. like look like literally lifted from the comics. It's yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's oh, it's absolutely. pretty incredible. Like the the WandaVision one was amazing, and when Sam Wilson busts through the window with that that Captain America oh, yeah. costume, that was like that was one of my favorite moments of the show. So mm-hmm. on the on the Infinity Bros, we do a top five every episode. That was we did a top five like final you know final moments or whatever from Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think that was like number three on my list because that moment is amazing and the suit is fantastic. Like I I was expecting a Captain America suit, but that suit, like that was a moment where I stood up and I was like, yes, yes, this is exactly (laughs) what I wanted. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we all knew it was coming. We all knew that was what the Mm -hmm. final look was going to be. And then, but when he came in in the outfit, it was phenomenal. It just it so looked good. so good, and um, yeah, good to see you coming in, Smalls. Thank you for popping in, um, and I know for anyone who's in here, I know you just redeemed like the sexy sax sound alert, um, but unfortunately, like we're, for some reason, like our sound alerts aren't working. Nitro like threw them all in to I'll start be, playing. I'll them. be the sound alerts tonight oh, uh, on the on the comics in the cross podcast. So. <laughs> you got you got <laughs> mute, mute, mute Isaac, right? Yeah, gonna right across. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to mute Isaac for the rest of the show now. So, uh, so if the two of them keep up oh, with this, I'm going to be doing the show myself. It's like if the two of you keep this up, I'm going to be doing the show myself at this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the costumes are looking amazing. Miss Marvel looks phenomenal. Let yeah. me make sure that I get so her good. name right because I keep going to mispronounce this so often. Uh, Iman Vellani, who is the person that's playing um, Kamala Khan, just I mean, looking at the pictures of her, like. She she looks just like her, like yeah, she, she looks perfect. It, it looks like her that's been dr- pulled right out of the comics, not just the costume, but her herself. Like she's perfect mm-hmm. for Miss Marvel, and it's given me a lot of hope. Then again, seeing like the shows I've done so far, I've got so much hope for what they're going to do with this character and Miss Marvel. I think this is when she's going to take off and become a phenom- you know, a phenomenal name in the MCU. Yep. Um, she did in the comics when that dropped and if they do the same stuff with her on you know, TV and on streaming it's like it's going to be the same 
It really you know, has. That, that's one character that I haven't, I, I don't really know much about previously um, up until like I played the Avengers game. Mm. Um, I played the Avengers game and her at, having her as kind of like one of the first starting heroes you play with. Um, and then I kind of read a couple comics on her just because I wanted to know more about this character. And I really, I think she's a pretty awesome character. So I'm excited to see like a live action adaption of it. Yeah, absolutely. Should be really cool. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, yeah. and she has, if you've never read any Miss Marvel stuff to anyone in chat, it's like, go read it. Go check her out. She's a new character. She's only been around, I don't think she's even been around 10 years yet. I think she first came out like 2012, 2013, something around there. Um, but yeah, she just kind of took off and became her own thing. And mm-hmm. obviously, her name kind of comes from the, you know, from Carol Danvers previously being Miss Marvel and being a Carol Danvers, like, you know, fangirl. And, but yeah, she's really made it her own and it's just phenomenal to see now. One thing I'm really excited about Miss Marvel with is that, and honestly, the MCU has done an amazing job, like adapting these characters to current day. Like they're Mm. not pulling them straight from the comic pages and putting them in a movie. Like they, they adapt the characters to, you know, make them a current character in, in the MCU. But one thing I'm really excited for Miss Marvel is that she is a character that is like all up on social media. Like she's very entrenched in the culture right now, yeah. mm-hmm. like the current culture. And I think they're going to show that very well in the Disney Plus show. And if anything, these Disney Plus shows have showed us, it's that they are doing some incredible character building yeah so miss marvel show is going to be it's going to be hilarious it's going to be really fun to watch so i'm yeah i'm really excited about it and the fact that they i mean i guess i don't even know if they released it or if those were leaked or whatever but man those those pictures were just phenomenal like they're they're just exactly what we want in a miss marvel costume yeah and i mean we're seeing it in all the stuff as well and then again a shout out to the costumes department because we've seen a clip i think it was actually one that jeremy renner himself posted and um, like of the two hawkeyes together kate bishop and um, clint barton and his outfit for that is looking very like comic accurate oh as well like, <laughs> i'm it, i think i'm most i think i'm most interested for that series to see how her powers translate on screen live action. yeah that's gonna be that's going to be really interesting how they do yeah. that. That's probably It'll going to be, be the show that's got the most CGI that we've seen mm-hmm. yet. Because mm-hmm. um, some of the other stuff, like you can work around it, you can do other things, but like her whole powers and ability is body morphing. Um, so just for her using her, her powers, even in basic situations, we're probably going to see a lot of CGI in that one. Mm-hmm. But if they throw the right amount of money, because like, I mean, these shows so far, they've been movie quality like in all the production oh, yeah. values that yeah. they could easily have been in MCU movies. So I don't see that being an issue for it. I see them right. like, I, I mean, it's Disney and Marvel's a moneymaker for them. And if they throw the money exactly. it deserves, like, yeah, it's going to look amazing. Yeah. And from what I heard from, I think it was WandaVision. They were spending like around 25 million per episode in production, which is for a TV show. That's insane. Yeah. That's ridiculous. But like that, I think that equaled out to about 250, maybe more, 250 million, which still yeah. for a movie budget is high. So, like, they're putting the work into these mm-hmm. shows, and it, it shows that they look great. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, nothing can't expect anything less, honestly. Yeah. You know, I was, I was talking to Chunk about this a while back 
Disney Plus really like I don't they haven't really missed on anything. So we can't really expect anything bad from them until they do if that makes sense like everything really... every original show they brought out has been fire right now like yeah whether yeah, it's the mandalorian whether it was one division whether it was falcon or soldier heck i'm even watching uh, mighty ducks game changers right now <laughs> yeah and like and like they're all Love amazing it. shows i've not yeah. there's not been one of the shows dropped like that that i've went oh this is this is a worth dropping and you know you can just forget about it like they've all been yeah. really good mm-hmm. exactly they've all been awesome shows and i'm like I, they're knocking it out of the park, and they're like, no, come on. By At some point, you have to stumble, right? Right. You have to yeah. have one misstep. I mean, even the MCU, as amazing as it is, has missteps in it. Has stuff that's like, oh, that's not quite as good. Like, there's got to be something. But right now, they're rocking it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, it's like, if, you're, if you're a geek, if you like Marvel, if you like Star Wars, if you like even like the Mighty Ducks one, the nostalgia of Disney stuff, anything mm-hmm. like that, like, even for that, you know, let alone the fact of like if you've got kids watching Disney stuff like Disney Plus like it, it earns its money from us on a monthly basis yeah. it really does oh yeah yeah it's pretty awesome and also as well just to kind of shout out for MCU I can't remember who it was that said it but someone had said that apparently like all the movies that have been announced so far for phase four isn't their whole slate of movies um, and that kind of follows up from the big announcement coming from Falcon Winter Soldier um, which, again, for anyone who's not seen that, a bit of a spoiler going forward, but there's going to be a Captain America 4, which apparently yeah, was so secretive, even Anthony Mackie didn't know it was happening until it was announced. <laughs> yeah, he like found out <laughs> off of somebody in a grocery store that told him that Captain America 4 was happening. Um, that's amazing. That's how secretive it was. Um, but apparently, like, yeah, there's more that are to come, so that's going to be interesting going forward like we could see a lot more like we didn't get it off of one division obviously but because Wanda's going to be appearing in the next doctor strange movie already she already had her next step planned but literally any of these shows could lead to a movie mm-hmm. lead to something going forward which right. opens up a lot of possibilities well, it's actually cool shows, oh go ahead these shows are doing what it's hard for Marvel to do is develop these characters over a significant period of time, because with a movie, you really are restricted to, I mean, two hours, two and a half. If you're pushing it, yeah, like you, you can only do so much character development, which is where some of their movies have, you know, suffered a little bit. Um, but these shows, mm-hmm. like you can do so much more with them. And they're honestly, they're nailing that part of it, even though there have been like little, little parts of these shows that you know like they're not quite as action filled although <laughs> with Falcon and Winter Soldier I mean it was pretty action packed but like they're not, they're focusing mainly on the character development in these shows rather than and us the storyline which the storylines are great too yeah but the, they're focusing mainly on the characters which is what you should be doing with these shows because you can't do that in a two-hour movie or you can just to a lesser degree so I think they're I think they're taking the right approach, even though it kind of makes for, you know, my my co-host Max said it kind of makes for some less grandiose um, shows, if that makes sense. Like they're not comparable to Avengers Endgame. They're not comparable to maybe any of the Avengers movies. Yeah. And but what they're doing is amazing character development through both of WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier. But I think that's the thing, though, is like if you look at the MCU movies like like stuff like WandaVision for example take that as a great example because it is so different from everything that we've seen in the MCU 
you don't need it to be on the level of like Infinity War or Endgame or you know even like what Captain America Winter Soldier or any of these movies you don't need it to be on that level because like if you want that level from Marvel go see the movies Mm -hmm. True. everyone complains like oh Marvel just does the same stuff over and over again they don't know how to tell different stories which is absolute crap first of all yeah like there's different stories there do they all have a similar theme at certain points well yeah because they're superhero stories but there's different genres to those hero stories and like and you want Mm -hmm. Marvel to do something different one division exactly how many episodes of that show had a fight in it like I don't mean a super powered action, I mean like a proper big superhero brawl fight. Yeah. It's like which is what everyone expects from a Marvel movie. It's like the show was literally about Wanda dealing with her grief. The entire show yeah. was about her dealing with her grief and the loss of vision and the sorrow of like all these people coming back that had been snapped away and she's still alone. Cause Vision doesn't get to come back from that. It's like, that was a really powerful show and it was so different. And I'm like, you can't stand there and say it's different. Like, even like Falcon Winter Soldier to a certain extent, which we'll get into, like, it it fully, it full blown for a few episodes went straight into the racial tones. Mm-hmm. Even to the point of Sam being told, yeah, a black man can't be Captain America. Which, which I kind of love because that's a shot at the fans who freaked out in the comics when Sam became Captain America. Oh, yeah. you can't have a black Captain America. It's meant to be Steve. Whoa, as a comic, calm down. But people freaked out about that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Marvel is pushing the boundary and doing stuff. And you can't just say it's the same stuff over and over. You, just, you can't anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm actually kind of excited on that note to see what Loki's going to do. Yes. Um, since- each each of these, and I talked about this on the Geek Nation podcast. Each of these fil- or each of these television shows seem like they're going for like a different tone, you know. And I'm I'm kind of interested to see what kind of tone and what kind of themes we'll get out of that show as well. So it should be relatively interesting. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and lot kind of backing up the differences we're seeing in the show is just saying like stuff like Captain America, First Avenger, Ant-Man 1 are wildly different in tone, presentation, just from the movies, let alone a heavy change and everything for WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And both WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier went heavily into PTSD and looking at that side of things. And like, yeah, so like and just in saying that, like, I'm excited to see what they do with Loki. Yeah. Because I couldn't have predicted what happened in WandaVision. I couldn't have predicted the stuff in Falcon Winter Soldier, although a bit more with that. But something like Loki, where, like, how much free reign that's going to have. Right. Well, and, like, it's kind of taking... It's obviously, like you said, Caleb, going to be a very different tone um, Mm -hmm. than the previous shows that we've had. Yeah. But it's kind of taking the WandaVision approach in these trailers. We have no idea what's going on. Yeah, (laughs) like... They've they've showed us that there's they're messing with time and that's really all we know. Yeah, that's at about this that. point. Like that's... we don't know where the plot is going. We have mm-hmm. we have no clue. And I, that's what I honestly loved about WandaVision because uh, these days trailers show a lot. Like you can almost tell the plot of a movie based on a trailer these days. And sometimes that's a little bit of a detriment because you see a cool scene. Guess what? You saw that shot in the trailer. And it's not; it doesn't have quite a big surprise or shock value 
as if you hadn't seen it before. So I, I love that like WandaVision was amazing for that. And I, I'm really excited for Loki because of that too, because mm-hmm. we have no clue. This could go any direction. And we were just along there for the ride. Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually kind of hoping for a more of a comedic approach. Oh yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna yeah. be funnier than the previous two shows for sure. I which I, I think I think they need that. I think they need to do that just to break it up and not. I hope. I hope they don't do Loki kind of like you know how Marvel they it was like kind of serious. The tone was kind of serious in Iron Man, Iron you know uh, Iron Man two, Captain America. We had this very seriousness, and then they got to uh, they got to Guardians of the Galaxy, and then they were like, oh, we can make this funny, and then every Marvel movie after that tried to be funny, but it was kind of like weird funny. It was like awkward, funny in some some moments that they were like pushing, trying to push the comedy, and it got like really weird. Um, but I'm I'm really hoping it kind of goes back to the the same kind of humor that we enjoyed in Guardians of the Galaxy, where it was like organic and just fun. And because I think we need a, I think we do need a fun movie after or a fun show after the more serious undertones that we had in the in these two other shows so yeah oh yeah absolutely sure. absolutely and um, so we jump over to another bit of news that we had as we jump over to the dc side of things uh we had an interesting casting announcement this week um is guess, it uh, is it uh the rock as uh black adam is that <laughs> rock, is, rock is black adam it's, it's, it's nearly the 10th anniversary of the announcement of that you know <laughs> Uh, actually, it's for an upcoming HBO Max show for the Green Lantern Core series. We mm. got the announcement that Finn Whitrock has been cast as Guy Gardner and is officially our first casting announcement for that show. Um, which is interesting because the Green Lantern show's kind of been in development limbo for quite some time. They were going to make a movie and then they were doing a show and then we didn't really hear anything about it. Um, and then we started hearing all the conversation taking place about there was meant to be a Green Lantern show in Zack Snyder's Justice League with um, someone cast as Jon Stewart. Um, but for some reason it wasn't put into the movie or whatever. Um, but now it looks like we're getting, you know, we're getting the Green Lantern show, which they've been talking about. But we officially have our first casting and randomly is Guy Gardner. That was that was the weird part to me because, like, honestly, this guy looks the part of Gar- Guy Gardner. Like, I can't I can't fault <laughs> the casting, but like, why did they cast him first? Or maybe that's just what broke first. I don't I don't know. I hope but it's like, what broke first. But like, I mean, literally <laughs> I so. every other like human Green Lantern is more popular, more well known. <laughs> yeah, Guy Gardner yeah. is literally hated by people. <laughs> Yeah. You will yeah. literally hate him. He is a jackass. He is an And if we game. if we don't get John Stewart Green Lantern, I don't even Dude, want I don't John, even want the show. John like, Stewart is John the superior Stewart. Green Lantern yeah. of all time. We need John Stewart. I'd be I'd be actually Just okay saying. if we left Hal Jordan out. I'd be fine if we had him in there too. But if we don't get John Stewart Green Lantern, I'm gonna riot. Okay, it's yeah. like we need it. I think they yeah. need to do what they did um, during DC Rebirth in the comics when they had like the two different Green Lantern books. Um, the book they had like focused on the Green Lantern core, like it was a kind of like joint led book between Guy Gardner and John Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what we need for the show. Like, if you want to do another Green Lantern, along like your main Green Lantern needs to be John Stewart, just because we've done the Hal Jordan thing, and the honest truth. Hal Jordan's not that interesting a character. 
No. He's, no, he's really not. He's he's okay. Like I like I love Green Lantern stuff. I think the Green Lantern stories are great. I love But like I'm I'm not that yeah, kind of what I'm about to go into that sort of stuff adds like what I want to see is like the other human Green Lanterns. I want to see more of the Green Lantern core. I don't stay away from Earth. I want to see space. Right, I want right. to see mm-hmm. all the other lantern cores. I want to see the red that, lanterns. Yeah, that's exactly that. what I was gonna say. Is like if this show doesn't have the other green, like the other lantern cores in it, like then I don't even want this show again. Like it's just yeah. like this yeah. is such a cool part of the DC universe that has not been fully yeah. explored in in movies or even animation. Honestly, like they need to focus on this and yeah. and make it make it a thing because that would be so cool to see all the different characters from all the different lantern cores in here do you guys think we'll see sinestro i hope so i think you almost i think we will we will at some point i think the smart move here though is to not do sinestro right away Mm -hmm. the smart move i think if you're looking for a villain i think you need to do the red lanterns just to separate it and keep it different from the green lantern movie and then if you're going to do a second season lead to a second season against Sinestro and the Sinestro Corps as a a second season but I think start off against Atrocitus and the Red Lanterns just to give us something different Mm -hmm. because you can even play with that in the comics like Guy Gardner ends up getting a Red Lantern ring at one point and Mm -hmm. all this stuff you can play with all of that sort of stuff if you do that as well and make it different and unique gosh if this series in any way leads to a Blackest Night scenario that would be like the coolest thing ever and it would be pretty sweet oh man like i feel like that's what that's like looking way down the line and we can't trust wb at this point to do to do anything like that but like if they are not at least considering it while planning the show out they're making a mistake because mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite dc storylines of all time the problem with blackest night is if you want to make it happen in the right way like it is in the comics it has to be all encompassing of the DC universe. That's that is a problem, and that's and the problem. Is are they going to be able to encompass everything? Because like it's right. such a cool story. I, it's one of my favorite mm-hmm. DC stories of all time. Blackest Night, and um, you know what I mean. Like Black Lantern zombies. That's that's so cool. That's all you need. Like, yep, I'm in. <laughs> like that's yeah. the pitch right there. That's enough. Um, but yeah. you need it to be all encompassing. You need yeah, it to be you're characters. right there. And one thing they yep. could do to kind of fix that was, I mean, they're already planning to go to multiverse with the Flashpoint movie. So maybe you take just some random other characters that, I mean, it wouldn't probably have as much of an impact. But again, I don't like the WB has zero trust from basically anybody at this point yeah so Mm -hmm. i mean if you were to make it happen that's one thing you could do now if you could rope you know all the big name actors that have been playing these characters into some kind of show or something that would be that would be amazing but Mm -hmm. yep that's that's too much to ask from wb i'm already going way above my head no even like like suggesting that so <laughs> let's let's put it this way the eventually screw up justice league which should have been the easiest <laughs> billion dollars you have ever mm-hmm. made in your life and you yeah. screwed that up and i'm like i like heck do i trust you with blackest night and mm-hmm. anything on that scale like no um, and to kind of catch up with uh, chat a little bit people are saying like uh, yeah the lantern course shouldn't t- focus on earth at all uh people are thinking curious who they're going to play kyle rayner um, I would kind of hold off in Kyle Rayner initially as well. Um, I would start setting some stuff up for him 
absolutely. But because Kyle Rayner's, it's hard to think of him as just a Green Lantern now. Like, because yeah, he's, he's honestly, so, such think, a powerful character. I feel like character. most people, yeah, right. I feel like most people, do do most people so associate him as a Green Lantern? I don't. For the last few years, do. he was a White Lantern for like forever right. there. For like a good few I mean, that's years. honestly, because that's when I was introduced to him was when he, when he was a White Lantern. So, yeah, but he's I been a Green Lantern. think he was of him a, as a Green Lantern, but yeah. It depends what era you read, because if you go back to like freaking Grant Morrison's JLA comics, and um, like he was the Green Lantern in those and stuff. And so like he's, mm-hmm. he's got a massive history, but it depends when you started reading Kyle Rayner. Right. But I think with so many Green Lanterns set up for him as a White Lantern, it's probably the best step. Uh, Locke saying yeah. so skips an astral bringing a green lantern like first absolutely right you can do that as a flashback that is not a thing that has to be in the show let's just jump straight into the good stuff like mm-hmm. don't don't spend like years setting up the lantern course let's just jump into Sinestro's a bad mm-hmm. guy he's a yellow lantern let's yeah. get into some space fights let's get into these different cores already exist because there's so much once the cores are established there's so much to delve into let's just yeah. jump straight in oh, absolutely yeah much material there that they could go with for sure uh, but- honestly if you're introducing white lanterns like you're you're doing a disservice to yourself if you're not thinking about blackest night <laughs> well yeah to get the white lanterns you yeah, kind of have like, to do the blackest yeah. night to do yeah. it properly yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah i'd say one of the things i liked about the green lantern animated show was how they included all the lantern cores uh got isaac and chunk fighting with each other um <laughs> that's as usual <laughs> I'll never forgive Chunk for taking my founder badge away from the Mountain Nerds channel. I'll never forgive him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Seal talking about he's just going to be over on Amazon watching the Lord of the Rings stuff. Seal, thank you for being here. I know you're not big into all the superhero shows, um, which, don't get me wrong, I definitely want to check out that Lord of the Rings show when it drops as well. Um, Alex, it's sounding interesting. I'm, hey, I'm down. Co-op trio in the house. How you doing, Coop? Good to see you, sir. Ah, uh, Watson. <laughs> Seal saying it's not easy being green. Junk says it's confirmed. Seal the Centurion is Kermit the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> Our chat goes to some weird places during these podcasts. It really does. All right. Um, I think that was most of the major stuff this week. That was kind of the major ones I wanted to talk about. Anyway, it was just some of the reveals and the cast and stuff. Um, I'm sure there's other stuff that's happened that I'm 100% forgetting. I've had a week of just relaxing away from everything though after the 12-hour stream, so if there's any other news that someone wanted us to talk about, throw it in chat, but we are going to delve into some Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, as I said from the get-go, oh, Nitro back in the house, popping in and out, uh, we are going to be talking, full spoilers for Falcon and Winter Soldier, we've already kind of spoiled a few things if you've not seen the end of it. Um, so it's your last chance to get out if you've not heard anything and you don't want to be spoiled time for you to get out because we've already talked about uh, Sam becoming Captain America so we've kind of already started spoiling the big stuff but and if you again if you didn't if you didn't expect that and you got that spoiled I mean you shame on you because we knew that two years ago so yeah I think that was that was kind of hinted at heavily at the end of the end game when you know Steve Rogers gave Sam the shield and said like you know that basically he was is his now which don't get me wrong that was the interesting starting point of this show was like see when it started off it really was yeah was like yeah was him choosing to give up the shield 
and like put it in a museum part of him is like oh don't be like one of these shows <laughs> don't don't do this whole thing where we're going to drag it out of him not worthy and like he's going to end up getting it back mm-hmm. because of course he is because steve gave it to him already can exactly. we just jump to that and not drag this out for like five six episodes you know i will say i was excited in that first episode to see uh roadie that was really cool yeah that was a cool little cool. pop in i was like in. whoa check that out yeah that's cool yeah. but then again he's getting his own show as well so it's like oh, yeah. yeah with the armor wars, they gotta so. remind us that he's still there in the yeah. within the universe which which once again is why i'm really liking these shows because they are taking these minor characters and and i, I don't want to say throwaway characters but just these minor characters that marvel just kind of forgets to mention because the movies are obviously saturated with whoever the main hero is of that movie so we're getting to see these little minor characters kind of get their own like isaac kind of like you were talking earlier get their own like development and we get to see these relationships and we get to see these things happening that are gonna affect in future movies so it's really cool that we got to see him just to come in just saying hey look he's still around he's still here uh get ready for him yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. that was cool that was a cool that was a cool cameo and i think Mm -hmm. i mentioned you know on our podcast that like the more cameos we see of any mcu characters the better like i want to see all the cameos so bring everybody into each of these shows i don't even care if it makes sense or not just bring them in and that's something i think marvel's done really good is even like as amcu's went on itself is they've really made it feel like an interconnected universe like we start seeing mm-hmm. characters cross over and appear with each yeah, other and exactly even if it's not their movie they show up in these movies and they've made it feel like it's one universe where all these characters live together and um, so just even little things like that like you said with Rory showing up like right at the start like right off the get-go was awesome and um, it was really cool just to see that crossover and definitely excited for more um but yeah we went into this first episode um, if you didn't realize this was Sam's show, it became very apparent as we saw so much of Sam's life and the focus very much became on Sam, which that is something that Nitro was saying in our Discord at one point, and I'm kind of, I do kind of stand by. It was, it's called Falcon and Winter Soldier, but Winter Soldier really does take a backseat. Mm-hmm. Bucky does take more of a backseat to Sam in this, which I, I'm personally i don't like because like i'm a big fan of sebastian stan's bucky barnes i think he does an amazing job with that character and um, i wanted to see a lot more of him and um, which got better as the show went on like for me like the first couple of episodes were very that's eh, okay it was like around about episode three like okay this is picking up now and this is starting to draw me in and we started seeing a lot of the great connection between you know sam and bucky as well but yeah, from the first couple of episodes, it's very clear that it's, it's Sam's show. That it's his journey to becoming Captain America. And yeah, like I didn't, I wasn't sure how it was going to start, but like starting off with the, the shield going to the museum, mm-hmm. starting off with the shield being put on display and seeing Sam feeling like he's not worthy to kind of wield it was a definitely an interesting path for it to go. I think it was a smart path for it to take because it definitely highlights that journey later on. Um, But yeah, from there, we really, for the rest of that first episode, we kind of just got looks into their lives and where they're at now. So how do you guys feel coming into this then? How do you feel coming into this first episode and kind of what we've seen? Because we've got to see more of their lives as they are now. 
it's coming into this uh this show itself like actually falcon and winter soldier had me hyped more than any other disney plus show that had been announced mm-hmm. because i personally really liked the um interaction that we've already had in the mcu between sam wilson and bucky and i don't know like just the whole it kind of was set up as like a spy thriller you know um action-packed uh series which it was a little bit of a twist like i felt like we got a lot more character development than um action even though we still Mm -hmm. got a lot of action in this show but i was like coming into this show this show made me really excited and i mean i don't know what would have happened if covid had not had not like messed everything up but like i was almost expecting some black widow crossover in this show and you know there's you could say so much stuff that they could have done um Mm -hmm. you know if had had all this stuff not went down and and maybe they had plans maybe they didn't who knows at this point but it would have been really cool to see you know some characters cross over especially with which we might actually see with the uh uh the countess uh what was her name valentina Mm -hmm. i think at the end there's been speculation and i think she actually said something about appearing in in the black widow movie so we might see her again soon and she's obviously going to be in the mcu down the line because u.s agent has a part to play somewhere and man like it would have been cool to see a couple more appearances but again you know like i i was absolutely thrilled with how this show went down granted less action than i expected but they put a lot more into these characters than i expected them to so it showed up like the work that they put into it showed up in other areas that i Mm kind of was surprised by so it was all right yeah for me i think it was i went into it with different expectations um i i thought zemo was going to be the uh kind of the big bad of the Mm -hmm. whole thing um, manipulating everybody and doing what he does. Um, and so that was kind of it. I don't, I don't want to say it, it, it didn't meet those expectations, but at the same time, that was okay. Um, the, the way they did with his character. Uh, I did also think we were going to get more, um, buddy cop kind of thing. And we didn't, it was, it was, it was a little bit different, um, which was once again, okay. We had some surprise characters like the countess, or whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't expect that at all. I had to look her up and, and do a little bit of research on her. And I was like, what is this? This is crazy. Um, but I, I, and then we got um, some of the, the different, uh, there was like little things in the show that I just, I really liked. Um, we got to find out, hey, superheroes don't get paid. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, <laughs> like that one little tiny detail. I never thought that I needed that question answered until it was answered. And I was like, oh, you know Good that will. raises okay. the question. <laughs> that raises the question of how did Vision buy a house in New Jersey for Wanda? Like, Mephisto, if he doesn't get paid, Mephisto probably that's right. How. If he doesn't get paid, where is it? Where how does he buy a house? How is it? How does he do it? This is true. Know. You know, doesn't have that Iron Man money anymore. No, <laughs> but it, it just the and then the other things like. Uh, anyone could wield the shield you know you don't have to be a super soldier to carry it and to use it i didn't it just never really occurred in my mind that okay anyone you know i could you know i would use it terribly but you know anyone (laughs) could 
anyone could use it. So those there was those little like little things that made the show very interesting. Um, overall, I it's not it wasn't my favorite. It's not. I'm just saying it in terms of it just felt like a normal kind of Marvel show. You know, it, there wasn't like, so WandaVision for me, I, I liked a little bit better, but I also like more of like the mystery and the, Oh, we got to figure this out and yeah. the twist and turns. And this was kind of like on the surface level, except for like little things like who's the power broker and things like that. But overall, I mean, it was, it was a, for what it was, it's, it was a great show. It didn't hit those expectations. Like I mentioned earlier that in my mind, I thought was going to happen, but, sitting there and watching the whole series through i was kind of okay with that i was okay with how it ended i was i was i was ecstatic to see the outfit i mean that was like one of yeah. my favorite parts absolutely of the show um and then just like we did get a little bit of humor in it as well like just the whole like uh i love the fact that uh that uh you know bucky came and was helping with the boat and he was kind of flirting with his sister <laughs> you know he's like dude don't flirt yeah. with my sister like <laughs> come on man i love it i, love it. I, I still love the love i love the meme line as well when he's helping with the boat when he like he turns off like the whatever it is it's broke the steam and stuff and he goes to him, why didn't you use a metal hand it's like i don't i don't think about it i'm right-handed <laughs> right-handed i don't always think about it and i'm like yeah actually it does make sense you know but yeah i think that's the thing for me with this show like i did enjoy this show like, like I said, I wasn't yeah. totally in any of the first couple of episodes, but if you take it like an extended movie, like, yeah, that intro, you're still kind of getting into it, and then it starts to pick up, and it really picked up by the end. I do think I definitely enjoyed WandaVision more, um, but I very much feel like this show was more of a setup show if that makes sense mm -hmm. like it was yeah, definitely absolutely. a setup of this is what's to come like it was moving some chess pieces around for what's next like right. everything was moved around in different places and people's lives were changed and different setups happened from it like you know like we got to see sam and his role like again kind of like you said Kayla, with the interesting thing of him being at the bank with his sister and the fact you know they don't have money and then the fact that, like, well, how do people deal with coming back from the snap? Because it's like, that, oh, you don't have any records for the last five years. And it's like, really? It's like, really? It was dusted by Thanos, like, and you wonder yeah. why I've not got any records for the last five years. I'm like, but again, though, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. That's what banks would do because they suck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even, like, Absolutely. as well, like, what they do with the shield, like, right away is given to someone to be Captain America. Mm -hmm. exactly John what Walker. the government would do oh yeah yeah we need to now, cap, give it to him now the also also just diving into it i know we kind of talked about this earlier as well is like the themes in it about like racism and stuff like that and mm. um i i kind of it made me kind of think more about it because obviously i'm a white guy i don't normally get racial profiled by police you know that's something that doesn't happen to me yeah and doesn't happen to a lot of people and i think um, there is a, there can be kind of an ignorance to that for white families and, and yeah, just not absolutely. because it's just something we don't go. It's just something that truly and honestly, we don't go through. Yeah. And for them to show that on, you know, for them to show that was kind of, especially all across these different, you know, homes that watch this, obviously, you know, that I think that was like a big deal, absolutely big deal that. You know, if you're watching this with your kids and your kids are watching this and they're like, why is that cop harassing him? I don't I don't understand. That's a good point of conversation with your kids. And it also kind of, you know, the with the whole Isaiah Bradley thing, it just it, I don't know, it just made me think and was like, wow, like this is what, you know, 
this is what black people go through sometimes. Yeah, the, the you stuff know, with, Bradley was really... I didn't expect it. Like, I didn't think we were going to yeah. get that sort of stuff in the show. Yeah. I didn't think they were even going to mention right. him. Mm-hmm. And then not only did that powerful. Come, not only did that yeah. come in, it became such a powerful thing. I mean, even that first time they go to see him and you see how hurt he is, and then there's that scene like right after it where Bucky and Sam are arguing, walking up the street, and the police stop and they ask him if he's being harassed. Yeah. And right. you can even see Bucky's face looking at them like, What? Yeah. Like, right. No, I'm yeah. talking to my friend, and it's like it's like yeah, like Chunk Mahat saying this, but like the fact that he was even got called Black Falcon. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. just Falcon, like people kept calling like Sam Black Falcon. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, he's black, but his name's just Falcon. And but like the police like harassing Sam until they realize, oh crap, you're an Avenger. Mm-hmm. And then they automatically yeah. back off and like, wait a minute, no, you were like completely harassing me. Yeah. Right yeah. up until you realized who the hell I was. It's like no, like come on and. But yeah, Isaiah Bradley's story and like delving into that racism and realizing that. They actually are picking up where the comics went of like Steve mm-hmm. wasn't the only super soldier. Yeah. And I like you know, and it's like, and you kind of feel like Don't get me wrong, because some of the shots and the stuff that he said, it did hit to the core because I felt like on behalf of like, you know, Steve even, like he Steve Rogers is such a good man. Like he wouldn't have thought twice, like he had no idea what happened to Isaiah Bradley and someone yeah. coming after him right. like that. Yeah. He probably didn't even think twice about there being a racial issue about giving Sam the shield. He just saw Sam was the right person to get it. Which was that great contrast that we've seen. Like, John Walker was picked by men. And there's almost like an amazing, you know, to say like Steve Rogers is God, but it's it's almost like this amazing thing of like what man chooses and what God chooses, how we look at stuff that's so different. Mm -hmm. And like that meme started then going about the internet like crazy of like, why was Steve chosen originally? Right. Not because he was a good soldier, but because he was a good man. He's a good man. Yeah. And like they picked John Walker because and he even said it at one point, the perfect soldier. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the parallels to the first Avenger in in throughout this whole show, honestly, were just incredible. Yeah. Like the just showing and this is why this the last episode in this show was so powerful because it showed just how good of a person Sam Wilson was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That he was the perfect Captain America. And that's why Steve chose him. And man, like like you were saying, the whole storyline with Isaiah Bradley, the most powerful moment in that is when he says, nobody wants a black Captain America and yeah. no self-respecting black man would want to be Captain America. Yeah. That was the yeah. thing that hit me because I was like, yeah. I mean, as a white guy, everybody everybody wants to be Captain America, right? Like, he's, like, the pinnacle of morality in superheroes, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what we look at, and we're like, yeah, yeah, who, wants, who doesn't want to be Captain America? He's the best. He's awesome. But for somebody who has been put down and disrespected and just, I mean, discriminated against for years and years and years, and actually, sorry, this is kind of a shameless self-plug but if you guys go to episode 74 of the infinity bros podcast we had the geek nation on uh david and and matt from geek nation and they shared their perspective with us as as black dudes in in the Mm -hmm. u.s and like kind of like shared with us like what their perspective of this show was 
And it was like, it was actually eye opening. Like David yeah. literally said, yeah, I agreed with Isaiah Bradley. Like I would not want to be Captain America because of all of the things that he has experienced in his life. So yeah. that was just that. I mean, seeing it from a fresh perspective from that mm -hmm. point of view was just, I mean, that was mind blowing to me. And the fact that Sam Wilson, I mean, he, he, you can see the conflict in him when he says that to him. Right. I mean, like Sam, Sam knows he's, he's got a point for sure. Yeah. But Sam Wilson knows that, I mean, he, he can do more good for people as Captain America. Yeah. So he, he like, I mean, he basically is taking one for the team being Captain America because like he says in his speech at the very end, I mean, he's not going to get full respect as Captain America ever yeah. as Steve Rogers will because he's yeah. a black guy. And, and he even, he even that, mentions that as well. He's like, people are, you can, I could see it right now. People are looking at me and they're judging me, you know? Yeah. Right. And I mean, that, that speech itself was just yeah. the epitome of Captain America. Like he was sticking up for the people that he was fighting for against the government who put John Walker as Captain America. Like that was just like, when I saw that scene, I was like, this is it. I mean, yeah. if we had any doubts that Sam Wilson is Captain America before that scene, that scene cemented him as a fantastic MCU Captain America. Absolutely. And that's why I'm like absolutely, absolutely stoked for Captain America four with with symbols. That... No, I think I think Marvel actually just updated their banner that showed like the different heroes, and I think they actually it's have officially put Sam Wilson as Captain America on the they site, should, and epic. Which, absolutely. Which I still stand by it today. I still think even in the comics, Sam should still be um, Captain America. I think it was a stupid thing to take it off of him because I don't think it's something that they had to ever give back to Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers right. doesn't need that role. Steve no, Rogers one hundred percent doesn't. But no. the, the thing that they did in the comics, which I'm so glad that they've transitioned and they proved it with that final speech from Sam, was if you read the St like Steve Rogers' Captain America runs compared to Sam Wilson's, they are completely different beasts. Mm -hmm. Sam Wilson's is a lot more modern, a lot more political, a lot more racially charged, a lot more of him dealing with those sorts of issues um, that you never really got with Steve Rogers and... The, that speech at the very end in that episode was like, yeah, they're not holding back from it. They're going to go all in on this. They're going to go all in on him as it. And it's like, and I love the fact that they've reshuffled Captain America completely to, mm -hmm. yes, he is focused on this. Yes, he is trying to represent what America should be. He is trying right. to represent this ideal that we should be living up to. And yeah, he's not a super soldier. He is a regular, normal, everyday black man. Yeah. who's trying to do his best to help the people and to stand up for the yeah. people and it's like and proving that he was chosen for the right reasons and it's like it's Absolutely. just it was it was so phenomenal to see and he was definitely the right one to take the shield mm -hmm. he was definitely the right one to be given it and i've got to give you know props to anthony mackie he killed it in this role like yeah falcon's always has always been this background character for the last little while, like in the movies and stuff, Anthony Mackie's been there. He's been a great character, but he's always been a background character. I couldn't have cared less about Falcon in the movies, to yeah. be honest. Well, like, and not to mention, they turned him into, I wouldn't say a joke character, but they turned him into a comedic character in Ant-Man. Like, 
after that he was just yeah. a funny guy. Yeah, he yeah. had some funny scenes, he had some good action bits, like, you know, him fighting Ant-Man, him in Endgame when he does that on your left, when these portals open up, and there's some really cool moments, but it's like, he was always just kind of there. And it's like, and that's the kind of like we talked about earlier, like the whole, like, getting to delve deeper into these characters, these side characters who never got time in the movies. They managed to make me fully embrace and care about Sam Wilson and want to see him succeed and want to see yeah. him take the shield and want to see him stand up and I mean like I was like almost cheering at that moment like when he comes through that window at the start of the final episode oh, and he's in the full awesome. new Captain yeah. America outfit shield in hand and like it was that suit is gorgeous oh, yeah. it's so beautifully designed and it's I'm amazing. like dang that looks amazing and like, it gets he like has... better the WandaVision Scarlet Witch outfit or the Falcon and Winter Soldier, Captain America outfit. Captain America outfit. Yeah, for me, it has to be the Captain America. I love the one. Same. I love Scarlet Witch's outfit in that. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Olsen looks phenomenal in it. She looks totally the part. But that Captain America outfit is stunning. And oh, even, yeah. so good. Even compared to the previous ones that Chris Evans wore, like that's the best looking one that they've done. And I love that they completely, like, the way they designed it. I love the look of it. I love the. I love they even incorporated Wakanda there, the fact it was made by the Wakandans at Bucky called yeah. in a mm-hmm. favor, which you get to see in action, which I love the fact of like he uses the shields and the wings to like oh my gosh. block a helicopter. <laughs> like the helicopter smashes and it doesn't move, and I'm like, dang. He's got that a- <laughs> is any of his fight scenes throughout the show, which Yeah. Man, when he's I, seamlessly he's just amazing. Like, using I mean, the amazing. shield in conjunction with his wings that's like the best action in the whole show so like in good. that last episode it's it's incredible i love that and even before he had the suit just his character just with the with the wings mm-hmm. and just the 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 way he moves in a fight scene is just so yeah. like he like fluidly moves and the way he fights i mean when they were fighting when it was him and bucky fighting john walker in that warehouse, such, such a good fight. It was a great scene. It was yeah. such a great scene. I just I like, I just, I love the ending moment of that fight, and yeah. we're a bit more into it. But just the moment, of, like Bucky swings him like a baseball bat, and like, and Sam like <laughs> blasts into him full force with a shield. And they all and fall down boom. on the ground, just like all just. And I like he hit off that shield. I was like, oh, <laughs> that was nuts. But it's like it's so good. Um, Sam's the perfect choice. I'm excited for Captain yeah. America Four. I, I'm excited. I'm excited if we get another, you know, series of this because they obviously changed the name at the end of it. Captain America and Winter Soldier should have mm-hmm. been should have been Captain America and White Wolf. But I'm going, that would have been really I'm not, cool. I'm not going to go into that. that. I'm not going to be spiteful. <laughs> so I'm kind of I'm not, my thought now is: Are we going to see Bucky in Captain America Four? I would think we would. I think we will at least a little bit. I don't yeah. think we'll. I don't think it's going to be like this show, because this show was setting up very much like they were partners and stuff. Mm-hmm. But in the show, they actually set up for Sam's sidekicking partner, and because Torres that works with him is actually a character from the yes. comics and yeah. actually becomes the new Falcon. They the way they set that up his wings. So Perfect. they left him those wings. So it was like it's like Perfect. so. As when they left these wings, it very much felt like you know, like that. Terrence Howard was no longer with the MCU, like in the first Iron Man, when he's like, "Oh yeah, next time." Yeah. When like, okay, we're bringing in War Machine. Except this guy will actually get to play the role. Um, yeah. you know? <laughs> Willie, though. I mean, we don't know. 
I don't know, we'll see. But, you know, like, <laughs> clearly setting up, like, him to be the new Falcon and him to be the partner. And I'm like, okay, awesome, we're definitely setting up. Kind of like what I said, this show was a lot of moving parts to set up what's next. I think no, that, I think we're going to see Bucky make an appearance. I don't think he's going to be, like, fully within it. I actually think we're more likely going to see him sure, doing sure. some stuff in Black Panther 2, possibly. I would actually love... I, so, from what I understand... Just because they still had that... Good. Mm-hmm. Just because they still had that like Wakanda link, and especially if they do go mm-hmm. into like the death of T'Challa in the next Black Panther, yeah. I think we're more likely to see him go that direction for a little bit. I think they are, from what I understand, developing a Wakanda series down yeah, the line, it's been and it would be yeah. interesting to see him kind of there, you know, because obviously he has very strong ties with Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that he's like you know had these interactions a whole bunch of times and. You know, we've seen a little bit of even we even I thought it was cool, too. We got to see like the kind of deprogramming that uh, IO did with, oh, that with him. So cool. Yeah. I was like, whoa, yeah. we didn't get to see that. Like we kind of got hinted that that happened, obviously. Yeah. But it was like to actually get to see that play out. That, yeah. was, that was cool. I was like literally almost in tears at the opening of that episode when I saw Bucky in tears, like when all the code words were yeah. said and he just sat there. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. my goodness. It was Nothing so happened. powerful. It was really good. I think so. Nitro was saying earlier and Cross, you referenced this. I mean, we, we had a small chat about it in Discord, but Bucky was somewhat silent sidelined if you want to say that in this show because i mean honestly the show is about sam wilson becoming captain america yeah that's the main focus of the show and even i mean i almost have to dock this show points because the antagonists were crap in this show honestly for a mar for a marvel production these were very underwhelming villains they were a means to an end they yeah, were literally, yeah. literally yeah, you could have taken exactly. them out and put in anyone but, there. You know? But with the level of of investment that we have in Bucky's backstory, it would be a travesty if we don't see him as much in the MCU going forward. Because now that he is deep programmed, like you guys were talking about, he can finally start to discover who he is as a person. Yeah. And that was honestly part of Sam's character development too. Because they, I, I don't, I don't know. Kevin Feige either is the best, which he is at at planning all this stuff out. But Sam's role as a PTSD like counselor was amazing mm. in this show. the The way he helped so many people through like what they're going through, including Bucky, is is fantastic. And another reason why mm-hmm. he's the perfect Captain America. Yeah, because like, like he very much. Was, incredible yeah because that counseling session when they're throwing the shield and he's practicing with each other and he's just talking to bucky like it really defined bucky's journey in this show and i do want to talk a bit about yeah. bucky now just because yeah i, I do want to focus on it because i am a big fan of his character i love bucky yeah. in this sebastian stan yeah. is phenomenal as bucky barnes yeah and and, and the fact i want to see him get expanded like, on more through that trauma through sam i think moving forward they need to include him in the mcu somehow i don't know how that is because I don't I don't think there's a huge demand for a Winter Soldier White Wolf like movie. I don't, I don't know think how they it, incorporate that in, yeah, but like, I don't think it's a solo in the MCU moving forward. Because he is an awesome character. Yeah. And oh yeah. I, I really hope that they, they keep holding on to him. One of the lines that really got me was when he was talking about Sam and he was telling him, Hey, you know, um, you have to you have to take this role. He's like, Because if Steve was wrong about you then he was wrong about me. 
Yeah. And that that line, well, I was like, whoa. Um, yeah. But it was also that was to so kind powerful. of see that his development through the through the series. You know, he at the end we, we he had his closure, which was awesome. I love to see that yeah. he gave the book up, um, and he you know he could have shot Zemo and he didn't. He could have killed Zemo right there. Yeah. And he said, nope. Yeah, yeah it was it. it was phenomenal to see because yeah, just in that line, like you said, like Bucky, like we saw him being so mad at Sam for giving up the shield, and I loved like seeing that come to a head of why he was mad, which and it completely goes with the theme of like what he's went through, um, as Winter Soldier, because the only one who has always been there for him to try and help him has been Steve. The one that took him and tried to reprogram him, took him to Wakanda, that tried to do all this stuff to help him has mm-hmm. always been Steve. And now his best friend is gone? Question mark? Because they kind of highly hinted that Steve's dead now. And I'm like, I... I or would, he's I, on the moon. Or he's on the moon, yeah. Or he's dead on the moon. Oh, I would like to hope. I would like to hope that if Steve Rogers died, we would have seen some sort of funeral for him, considering he was Captain America. Man, but and we, yeah, <laughs> talked about this ad ad nauseum. But like the way they talk about him, it sounds like he's dead. They but they never like, say he's dead. They keep going on they like he's dead, that. and I'm like, but like he he wasn't. Like don't get me wrong, I'm sure he's still in a secluded life because he obviously lived a secluded life when he went back in time mm-hmm. and lived his life out normally. Yeah. So he's obviously got a secluded life. He's staying away from the limelight stuff now, and he's because he's done his time. You know, it's just let us know if he's alive. Like even just a little sh- pop up at the yeah. end there to show, like, hey, I'm I'm still here, you know, right. or mention that he's dead. But but yeah, like I loved Bucky's whole journey in this. Like even like the opening episode of him and the old guy, and like you know picking him up and taking him out for drinks and stuff, and. We mm-hmm. find out it's the father of a guy that he killed, and trying know, to make amends, trying for to find a way to make path. amends, but can't like yeah. co- quite come clean and tell the guy. Yeah. Um, all wrapping up to kind of like what you said about like Sam counseling him and you know helping him through that. Of like, what have you been doing? You're you're trying to make yourself feel better by stopping these people that you enabled, but like mm-hmm. you're not actually making amends. Yeah, it's like you need As, to be honest. You need to make amends. Uh, yeah, I've like what's saying there, you were making amends. You were avenging. You know. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. We're gonna get into it in a bit here, but I've got a super wild conspiracy theory for you guys. So oh, good. I like we've been talking theories. about. We've been talking about. We've been talking about Steve Rogers on the moon, right? Mm-hmm. So in the comics, Steve Rogers is an old guy affectionately known as Old Man Rogers. He is in a a suit that somebody accuses him of murder from way back in the day. And there are some very interesting characters in this in this suit. Defending him in court is She-Hulk, which we have a She-Hulk show coming up. I believe next year, maybe 2022 even. Yeah. Uh, not exactly sure when that's coming out. The prosecution is Matt Murdock, Daredevil. Now, I, I'm i not the one throwing around conspiracy theories on the Infinity Bros podcast most of the time, but 
God darn it, if they if they are not setting us up for something like this in She-Hulk. <laughs> oh man, that would be amazing. Isaac There's is... a plenty of other plenty of other conspiracy theories surrounding um Old Man Rogers that Jarrett, my co-host, will fill you in on because he's Isaac... he's got a lot things to talk about but is mark is mark jones texting you right now and telling you to say these things <laughs> yeah you might be you got me now, you got i want to know if you guys just did you see my 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 superhero square go oh yeah uh, i just wrote it there and there i got i got your pick <laughs> old man wait, wait, wait. rogers versus old man logan <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the two crotchety <laughs> old men of AMC. oh my gosh lock yeah, I love yeah, that's a good point. correcting you there. Is it 2022 or is it next year? Same thing. I'm I'm still <laughs> I'm still in 2020 apparently. So, apparently, he never left. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, jumping back over to um, Bucky's story just to go into it. I love the fact that we get to see him making amends, and although we don't see the conversation like with the the old guy, we get to see him talking to him and going to mm-hmm. his apartment and kind of tells him that he was the one that did it. He was the Winter Soldier, and he murdered him and being brave in himself to like come out and say that stuff and being free enough of it and kind of like was already mentioned as well like the fact of like you know bringing Zemo in and stuff but then giving him over to the Wakandans not killing Mm -hmm. him when he he clearly could have he could have just walked up and just shot him Mm -hmm. and it was almost looked like he was about to and it almost looked like you know Zemo kind of half expected him to you know, because Zemo throughout the show as well keeps making shots at him that he's still the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially like when they go to Madripoor and like making him act like his bodyguard and doing some of the stuff he used to do to get the information they need. It's like he's very much hints at like, hey, he just kind of went right back into it and, you know, maybe he's not that far from it. And so you see that closure. And one of the interesting things I find as well is like, Whereas in like the comics when Steve gets killed in the Civil War comic and Bucky takes up the mantle of Captain America, I love the fact of like there was no fight in this. There was no him trying to take the mantle. Mm-hmm. There was no him saying that he, fine if you're not going to wield it, I'll wield the shield then. Because in Bucky's mind, he's like, I'm not worthy of that shield. Yeah, I yeah. and I'm not you, a Bucky good man. is absolutely not worthy yeah. of that shield. Yeah. Worthy, worthy is I guess is is a little but in terms of just a, a word. Like, being a good man if a good man is right. what makes a good captain america bucky mm-hmm. like, honestly looks at himself and is like i am not a good man he's got yeah. so much internal trauma yeah. that like he he can't consider himself worthy which i mean you kill a bunch of people you're probably going to have some internal conflict mm-hmm. that's just kind of how life works yeah so i mean like there's still a lot of people who out there who would have liked to see bucky as captain america i just mcu it just doesn't make sense like, mcu he, it wasn't yeah. the right direction for it like, yeah yeah he's just not the guy you know it's like it's definitely yeah. not the right thing to do it and i think his characters went so far off in its yeah. own direction like it just it wouldn't uh, make sense sam is such i think i think you guys brought it up isaac maybe that you guys said sam is like such the purest character in the mm. mcu right now absolutely deserves right. it yeah. absolutely absolutely embodies what the values and what captain america is supposed to be absolutely um, so it's excited to i'm excited to see him in the future like i want to see I, i'm really pumped up for a captain america 4 and yeah absolutely um, see him headlining that role yeah is gonna yeah. be very interesting 
And the fact that Bucky doesn't kill Zemo also leaves Zemo open for future MCU projects, which I'm like 100% sure he's going to be coming back in some capacity oh, we're somewhere. Getting, we're, we're getting like a Thunderbolts movie or a Thunderbolts yeah. show at some point. Well, and, we ha- and we the, have fact to that, the fact that they do not take him to Wakanda. The no, they took him they to the raft. Him to the raft. It, that's like confirmation that he is he's got some role moving forward to me because if they take him to Wakanda, there's no way he's getting out of Wakanda. Like no. yeah. he's, he's there until somebody releases him from Wakanda. So it was actually, he the raft, a lot of stuff can go down and yeah. he can get out of the raft. That's no problem. Yeah. <laughs> as, as I actually, I know it was such a minor thing, but it was actually really cool getting to see the raft again. You know, just for them just to bring that back. Within, yeah. I was, uh, I was uh, shocked when he even mentioned like, it. Oh, check that out. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I was shocked when they even mentioned it when they said we're taking mm-hmm. him to the raft. Part of me was kind of like, why? Why wouldn't you just yeah. take him to Wakanda? Yeah, something's almost... going down there, man. Yeah. Thunderbolts are starting. <laughs> I love, I love Locksteady saying like, yeah, Baron Zemo got out of there, but not Batrock. R.I.P. Batrock. Also, <laughs> I was, I was super pumped or to Bat-Rock. see Zemo with the going back to we're talking about comic accurate Purple outfits mask. and stuff threw the mask on that was yep. that was actually pretty cool that yeah, was so yeah. cool yeah i was, i almost I like it. and and Locke mentioned this earlier in chat here the antagonists sucked in this because yeah. the antagonists were the world like yeah. as it were like the world is against all of the changes that are happening and it fit the show it did fit the show i will say that but the characters themselves suffered for it as in sharon carter and um uh shoot i forget her name the leader of the the flag smashers carly morgan Morgan. yeah carly yeah like i think they honestly they sharon carter we'll talk about in a bit there's a reason for that carly morgenthau could have been explored more and made better in the show i think that for sure like she and she had like the she had the mo she just needed more character development a little bit more build-up to make her more of a threat they started off so well with her as well that's a thing right they did they did really start off well with her and then they just kind of she plateaued and she just kept the same she became a very generic like terrorist yeah. sort of villain by the end and i'm like but you started right. off so well and we're leading to something so good yeah, yeah. right so she, her she character could have been better for sure yeah her character really i mean i did like how they added a little bit i mean just a tiny bit of something with her but still it just wasn't i don't know it wasn't anything like it wasn't like an agatha harkness kind yeah. of like ooh, okay this is this is a fun you know this is like all right this is lame this i their story the whole flag smashers story was just to propel the rest of the story i mean that's exactly. what it was it, was, it wasn't yeah, it was anything a plot device, really yeah it became um, very generic very quickly i felt which is once again i would have rather seen zemo as the mm. main villain of this because he at least is an interesting character right and i like, like Initially, end of episode five, when Bucky spares Zemo, I was like, oh, he's going to the raft. He's the power broker. Like, I thought he was going to come back in episode six as the power broker, which would have been a cool reveal. There's a lot of problems in that plot. plot. Um, But the 
the reveal as Sharon, as the power broker, was just like, eh. Power of me was also kind of like, yeah, I kind of seen it coming. That like, people started talking reveal, about it. And... That reveal was the same level for me as Ralph Boner. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it was the same level. Like, wow. Yeah. Like, so when I, first, when I first watched WandaVision, okay, this is spoilers for WandaVision, but when I first watched it, I was and they brought Evan Peters in. I'm like, there's no way. I mean, it would be great. I want him to be from the X Men. You know, that's X Men universe. Uh, Pietro, but I don't. I just don't think it will be. I don't think Marvel's gonna do that. And sure enough, they didn't. And I was like, uh, so they did it very like we're not. You know, we're not gonna make this like super crazy. We're just gonna surface level stuff, I guess you would say. And so I. I kind of figured that she was going to be the power broker. I think at at some point we all kind of were like, "All right, this is they're going to do that." But we I, wanted it. We it all couldn't have been anybody be else. Yeah. Oh yeah. But okay. Eh. Two things though. Ralph Boner, Locke mentioned in chat. I still have hope they'll course correct that. In- Infinity Bro Mark, one of my co-hosts, has a theory that he still will be Quicksilver down the line in the MCU. So. <laughs> Let's hold on to that hope because otherwise that was a, probably one of the worst reveals in MCU. Yeah. Are, you, are you guys starting like some sort of conspiracy theory <laughs> channel? Is that for like comic book movies? Basically, that's what we've become, honestly, at this point. We're the, the MCU conspiracy theory podcast. Number two, Sharon Carter is a scroll. Yep. Like, I have that not one, a, yeah. If she's yeah. not a scroll, this is the the worst character flip in the MCU because she is very anti Hydra anti like she's a great moral character early in the MCU and now she's completely flipped like if she's not a scroll that is also going to go down as a terrible reveal in my book if, I mean, if she I don't I know how else you can spin it, I honestly. I could kind of see them doing that. I mean, I could kind of see Marvel doing that, and they they could they could say, and not that I'm agreeing with this, but they could easily say, well, she is not, you know, she flipped the script because the, the government completely, you know, no pardon, you know, and she was kind of banished, and so she's angry about that, which, once okay, again, can that's I, kind of like a really lame reason for that. But Can uh, I just say as well, okay, so the government turned against her. Okay, this is me about to go off a little bit here. Here we go. So, she's a former agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right? That often gets, like, completely blanked over. No, she was in Winter Soldier. She was working for S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. when it collapsed. And, and last time we sorry, seen her... Sorry, to interrupt you, but she, like, actively... She's, like, the first person to stand up against HYDRA. Yeah, she stood up Hydra in that room. Breaks up. Sorry, no, keep going. But anyway, she's very anti... She's yeah. very on the good side. But you're telling me this former agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., who, as you said, stood up against Hydra straight on. Last time we seen her in the MCU was helping Steve Rogers, who was with Bucky and Sam as well, but helping Steve Rogers in the Civil War when he was actively going against us. So actively going against governments to do the right thing. You're telling me Nick Fury, who at the end of WandaVision we got heavily hinted at, is in space working for S.W.O.R.D. now? That that's the new big organization because obviously the scroll came in and said that that he wouldn't have snapped up Sharon Carter. Yeah, a, an agent who's working so closely with people like Captain America, people that Nick Fury holds in such high regard, 
that he wouldn't have snapped her up and said, hey, come and work for me. Away from the governments, away from this stuff. Like, oh, the US government won't let you work for them. Come work for me. You're telling me he seriously wouldn't snag her for that? Someone who's proven herself time and time again to be trustworthy? No, she's a power broker. And like, and people like, and I, I, the the unfortunate thing I have to say is like, I I kind of don't want her to be a scroll, because I feel like that makes as little sense. Oh, she's a scroll, and I'm like, so we be Sharon Carter a scroll, and the best thing we got her to do is become the leader of Madripoor. Like no, the reveal still that, isn't great. You know what I mean? Is like. She's- it, she it, straight up just shoots two people and it's like, eh, whatever. Yeah, know? she straight up kills Batroc, kills Carly, kills, like, shoots these people. Like, it's so out of character. And I'm like, okay, you have to give me something that pushed her over that edge. Something, not just a case of, like, oh, the government turned yeah. on me, so I came to Madripoor and did yeah. the whole villain thing. Like, again, it became very generic. Like, even the stuff with, like, like I said with Carly, we got Carly became such a generic villain for this of the. We got the such generic story of her and Sam talking to each other, and Sam trying to convince her you're doing the right thing, just doing it the wrong way. All that mm-hmm. stuff, and like, oh, you betrayed me, you brought them here, uh, I'm going to go in this and go off the deep end. And like, that's such a generic <laughs> villain thing that every show has done. And you're just going to flip the script on her now becoming the head of Madripoor, Sharon taking that role, because the government turned on her and, screw them, I want power with no build-up to it, I'm like, yeah. come yeah, on, Marvel, you're better sense. than that. That was two very generic things. And that's that, That's one of the reasons I say, first of all, WandaVision is a better show, because mm-hmm. it very much stuck to the path of this is a story we're telling. But also, why Falcon and Winter Soldier was more of a setup to move pieces to where we want them to be for going forward. Because yeah. that stuff was very much a case of, like, how does the, the power broker makes no sense but at the same time, none of the other things that could be make any more sense. It's yeah. all such a generic move because, oh, we need her to be a villain for this and working for the government because we can't have someone in the government without there being a secret spy doing their own thing mm-hmm. for someone. And I think just... that, like, I, I'm i sad that they didn't utilize Zemo. For what Zemo was, he was amazing in the show. Mm-hmm. He was I'm, built I'm up as the big did... bad and he was barely right, in exactly. it. exactly. Exactly. Like, I wanted him to be the big bad because yeah. I think he's an underrated MCU villain. And obviously, he's got a part to play later down the line. But man, how cool would it have been if he was revealed as the power broker and was manipulating everything from the beginning? Like, sure, predictable. I just maybe, want, but... I want it to be a case of like, I would, my goal for the end of that would have been to see him on the way to the raft and kind of like we see how, the, like, how he takes out the flag smashers. Like, you know, Carly's dead, the rest of them are all getting in jail. Then we see Zemo listening that he's obviously set up to kill all these super soldiers because he hates superpowered people. But I'd love it to be a case of kind of similar to that, like him never having made it to the raft. And when he hears that news, like the reveal of him, like full Baron outfit still on, the mask back on, like sitting in some sort of throne in Madripoor. Of like, no, this no, is my kingdom like this is like he's not just a power broker running a business like no this is my kingdom and i've basically run yeah. the world from this island i control mm-hmm. all these things and i'm like that's your build up there and then if you want him snagged after that and do a thunderbolts thing do it like i honestly believe like we're getting a thunderbolt show that's 100 yeah. percent where they're going i can't I- imagine where they're taking him if not that direction but I wanted to see so much more of him. He done amazing in this show. Like he's yeah, phenomenal. he did an amazing it job was, of what he had. No, for it, sure. 
it was great to get the background on Zemo. It was great to actually see him in, but I feel like the way they utilized him, if they would have just taken him out of the show, nothing really would have changed, to be honest with you. Not desperately, no. Not really. It, it, he, no, didn't, he, he didn't, didn't play really, a major factor. He got maybe a little bit of information for Sam and Bucky, but that was that was about it. I mean, he didn't really, uh, you know, like there was he didn't really play like this major, and he shot the scientists like, you know, whatever. It, it they could have literally taken him out, and then it wouldn't have like changed anything significantly. That's how I feel about it. But I, I'm. I'm really hoping, and I agree with you guys. I think we are going to see. I think we're going. We're definitely going to see Sharon again. This oh isn't yeah, the last time there's, we're there's no way we're This isn't the last time we're seeing Zemo. We're going to see these characters again. But what's going to be the capacity? Because I hope they just don't. I, I hope it's better than what we've gotten so far. Yeah, like that's just. I want to see more to them. Yeah, that's why I say this is yeah. clearly a setup show because like everyone we're clearly seeing again, everyone that was set yeah. up in a place for there's something more to come. There's something more going to take place. There's something about to happen. Um, but yeah, I wanted to see more of Zemo. Sharon's twist didn't make much sense. Don't get me wrong, I love seeing Emily Van Camp back in the role of Sharon Carter. I love yeah. her. I think she's a great actress. I think she's great in the role. I just. I'm hoping for something big down the line that's going to make that make sense because right now for me it doesn't. Um, let me just quickly wrap up about Bucky because we kind of started on him and then went and did some tangents uh, just for <laughs> his story and then after that I want to hit on talking about the other Captain America in this show and yes. the journey of John Walker <laughs> which was a very interesting journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved, kind of, as we talked about, I love seeing Bucky. I love seeing his journey to becoming Bucky again and dropping the Winter Soldier kind of like we said like losing the book at the end and stuff and giving it back and deciding to make amends I loved seeing him throughout the show as well and just seeing him lighten up seeing him having this very dark cloud on himself and we've seen him and Sam like I, I do have to say like I, I did not like their relationship for the first couple of episodes it felt very forced like even them making jokes at each other and picking fights with each other and that stuff like it it felt so freaking forced and i'm like oh please don't be like this for the whole show and then they finally calmed down they finally settled and I'm like, okay this is a good back and forth relationship now and mm-hmm. i loved seeing bucky becoming almost part of sam's family do you know what it made me very much think of like see when we seen him going and working on the boat with them and all that stuff it made me you know flashback here for years ago it made me think of lethal weapon how a little bit like how Riggs just kind of becomes part of Murtaugh's family. Mm-hmm. He just kind of shows up and becomes like an uncle to them, and he's just there all the time, and that's like his house and his family almost now. It kind of felt like the kids hanging off of his arm. I love that he just talking yeah, the arms out straight. Awesome. Yeah. He brings like a he brings like a, a little dessert to the. Yeah, <laughs> I love great. that. I even love just when he first shows up, like when he's there and they like Sam calls in all the favors yeah. for all the neighbors to come and help, and they're like, yeah. "It's going to take like so many of us to get this off the back of the truck," and the thing just lifts up, and you know it's Bucky <laughs> like right away. Yeah, that was awesome. I like and just the interaction, and then of course we got the flirting between him and his sister. Hi, I'm Bucky. And just a look, <laughs> and just a look from Sam, like, oh hell no! <laughs> that was so good. But like that, seeing that relationship get to that was so fun, and mm-hmm. then kind of like you said, just at the very end when it was all wrapped up, seeing him coming and celebrating with them and bringing dessert and playing with the kids and all yeah. that sort of stuff, it's like, it was so fun. Like I love that relationship, and that's why I do hope he does show up at least partially in Captain America Four because I want to see that yeah. friendship continue. I want or, to see like, that partnership. Like I said. 
if they do this, what kind? If they move forward, I don't know if they've greenlit it or not, but I know that Ryan Coogler was scheduled to work on it. If they yeah. do this Wakanda show, I would love to see him. And that's where, if he is brought onto like a Wakanda show, that's where we can actually see him become the White Wolf. Yeah, you know, and we get that, you know, that that little seed that was planted back a long time ago. We can actually see that happen in a, a Wakanda show. I think that would just be awesome, or even in Black Panther in the the new black panther movie um that would yeah. be great as well but i'd love to see him in another show you know yeah I'd, i just yeah. i want to see more of it i just i need to see more of sebastian yeah. stan's bucky barnes yeah, his, he's great his story's great. only bucky just started barnes. and he was perfect casting for it kind of like locks it earlier like i remember first seeing sebastian stan in freaking once upon a time it was like the first time i seen him he was in like season one of that as the mad hatter and like he's just so good in that role, so good as that character, and to find out he got cast in the MCU and it's just ran with this role, it's amazing. And he deserves whatever they give to him. And I'm like, I'm I'm oh, all yeah. for more Bucky, and I want to see his journey now that he's finally fully free of the Winter Soldier like programming, mm-hmm. and just see where yeah, they take right. him. And let's get away from the Super Soldiers. Let's get away from all of that stuff. I want to see him just taking on his role and finding who he is now. I'm yeah. all for that. Absolutely. Alright, you all ready then? Let's go. Mr. Let's Walker. Go. The Carol from oh. Up in a Captain America helmet. Number one, punchable. Yes. <laughs> right 100%. from the get-go, the very end of that first episode. Literally, the first episode, he turned around <laughs> and I was ready to sock him one immediately. Never has a character been more hated memes. by just <laughs> so showing memes. up. So many yeah. memes. It was so great. I loved how they compared him to the old man from Up. That was yeah, the, that was from Up with the Captain America movie. helmet, and it fits. It looks just like him. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm never going to be able to unsee that ever again. Um, but yeah, like oh. yeah, let's say that. Like my first intro to Wyatt Russell was in Black Mirror, and this was a super what? weird change. Like yeah, Wyatt Russell. By the way, shout out Kirk Russell's son. We're coming in. Crazy. I didn't even know he had a son before this show, so... Yeah, like... (laughs) Didn't even know he existed. Which is actually really cool, since we have already seen Kurt Russell in the MCU as Yeah, I was going to say that. There's, like, two generations of the Russells in the MCU. That's really cool. That's cool. cool. Um, Honestly, like, props to Wyatt, because, like, he played this character exactly how it should have been played like i feel so were literally sorry for sending him. him hate mail yeah and death threats because he played this character so perfectly like it's just incredible like he was he did so hated he was a perfect villain he's one of these ones he played the part so well that people couldn't differentiate between him like wyatt russell and him john walker like it was the same <laughs> yep. guy people just wanted to smash this guy's face in so badly which is kind of ironic because that's what he does to someone else. <laughs> yep. oh my he, gosh. I mean, you know, starting out, he took on this role. And it was actually really cool because, um, like I said, I was on the Cheek Nation podcast and we were actually talking about this as well. And a shout out to those guys. And they were actually talking, and Matt brought up a good point how, you know, they should have made Lamar as captain america he would have been a better fit for that role because he was more level-headed there was plenty of times when you know he was ready to go in uh, that one particular scene where he was ready to rush in the room and uh sam or uh sam was already in there talking to carly and uh they were like no no no, just give him a minute give him a minute lamar's like come on let's like let's just give him a moment like let him see if he could do it 
you know, he would have played that role, but because of, you know, that's, I think a little bit of like the race stuff comes in there as yeah. well. Right. Um, that it was like, America's not ready for that. They, they need another, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes looking guy. Yeah. White they need someone to, to, to look at and go role. like, that's like, that's the Steve Rogers replacement. Look, he looks just like him, you know, yeah, that sort right. of thing. Exactly. But and it, like, and actually how they like, sorry to interrupt, but they go no, through no, no, no. the, the backstory and honestly, you don't know if he's a bad guy because they introduce him pretty well. And like, he mm-hmm. seems like a good guy in that episode yeah. too, when they're doing the intros, he seems like, he seems know, cool. Maybe... Like for that whole episode, he seems pretty, yeah, he may, he can yeah, be okay. Right. And honestly, and the, for... the development of, of John Walker in the show is, mm-hmm. is one of the highlights of the show for me. Like they did a great job of kind of keeping you guessing in a otherwise predictable show with John Walker. Like this show, I mean, before we knew anything about Falcon and Winter Soldier, what did we know? We knew that it was going to be uh, Sam and Bucky teaming up together to beat the bad guy. And eventually Sam was going to be Captain America at the end of the show. I think everybody kind of generally knew that, right? Mm-hmm. And how it played out was pretty much how everybody expected. Even the power broker reveal was like, pretty much predictable like everybody kind of predicted that the last episode where john walker saves the the van of people instead of going after carly was the Mm. biggest like turn or wrench (laughs) in this show like it was the biggest surprise to me i was like i fully expected him to go after carly 100 percent and it kind of keeps you guessing as to what his future is in the yeah. in the MCU. Like he's still got a part to play, yeah. And it's going to be a very interesting part because we don't know where he's going at this point. So I, man, props to Marvel for for putting this storyline in there because it was awesome. And U.S. Agent's going to be a cool character See, later down I the road. I didn't. I honestly didn't. It, that's where one of my expectations were that. I wouldn't say it fa- Marvel failed on me there. I thought it was just different, and I thought it was interesting. I when I was watching him, and I heard that he was going to be in the show. You know, we figured U.S. agent. Okay, whatever. Um, I in my mind, I was like, I thought that fight that they had. I thought that was going to be like an end game kind of thing. That was going to be the end of the show. It was going to be they were going to take him down. That was the end of it. And then yeah. towards the end of it, they were like, cool, like. I was like, oh, I didn't expect, yeah. you know, you know, Bucky and 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 John are like, they're cool. You know, they're like, you know, making the joke about the app. Yeah, that's a yeah. pretty good app. Like, you know, I even, like I even posted like, um, like on our Discord. Didn't expect that. <laughs> you know, I even posted on our Discord like about a fan art that somebody had shared, um, going into that last episode, and it's like um, oh, Sam Wilson, yeah. Captain America fighting oh, U.S. agent. And that I'm was like, is this, like, is this it? Are we going to get this fight? And I'm, nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, not even a little bit. Nope. <laughs> yeah that was that was like crazy and and Locke just mentioned it or was it Locke yeah it was yeah it was Locke that just mentioned it in chat like the way that Sam and Bucky kind of just for not forgive him but they just like forget the stuff that he's done yeah. and just team up with him to to you know at the end of that episode is a little like a little sus but at the same time like this is a life or death situation for a lot of people. So it's like, okay, we could stand here and fight John Walker and a lot of people could die or we could team up with him and potentially save some people. Yeah, so it's kind of like, okay, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it, it yeah. makes sense. But they were, they were very, uh, 
they were very apt to team up with him and just cool with it, like you said, yeah. which is interesting. I didn't expect it, but I had yeah. no, I did not expect that at all. And it was just like, all right. And and you know, you see him from the beginning, and I think his character had good motive, you know, good intentions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely had good intentions. Right. He was like, we yeah. just need to stop these guys. Now, the way he went about it in his head made him not worthy of the Captain America role because he he wasn't he was going at it like aggressive. You know, I had guns blazing, shooting at Carly, you know, in that in that big room. And he just, I don't know. He's a really interesting character. I don't think he deserved, definitely didn't deserve the death threats that Wyatt Russell de- definitely, he's just a character. Oh, come on. And I, th- I think he did the job really well. I think he played his role really well, not only as his character, but just as him in the show. Um, and I, I'd love, I, I want to see more of U.S. Agent. I want to see him come back like you said i think he will come back um i think it will be really interesting i I did think it was super super funny though how you know we got this mid-credit scene where he's making the shield or whatever and literally like five seconds (laughs) shield. oh my gosh destroyed and it's like oh well there goes all that work Um, (laughs) yep Uh, that's pretty great we actually have another (laughs) we actually have another infinity bro in chat right now max saying marvel has been building up uh, so much up in their two shows they need to learn how to land their endings a little better i love the finale but it didn't wrap up their power broker or flag smashers at all we'll, we'll, we've talked about power broker we'll get to the flag smashers in a minute because it's not going to take long but um <laughs> um but yeah with john walker is his character i loved i loved the descent into madness yeah like as the episodes went on you could just see him losing it episode was it was it episode was it episode four he had the shield he was raising it above Mm -hmm. that guy yeah it was four because my jaw dropped my jaw absolutely to the floor dropped i was like holy crap everyone was i knew it was coming see the moment lamar died it was like yeah he's dead dropping moment in the show was when he kills a guy with the captain merrick shield if you get a chance image of him holding the shield with the blood dripping the blood. off of it is probably one of the most haunting images yeah. in the MCU to yeah. date. Like Absolutely. it is, it is just chilling. You look at that image, you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is crazy." That was that was maybe the biggest like yeah. cliffhanger from from any of these. And you know, WandaVision mm-hmm. did that was kind of their thing was cliffhangers. But like this was a, the biggest cliffhanger in Falcon and Winter Soldier by far, yeah. like oh, not yeah. even close. Absolutely. And probably up there with the WandaVision ones as well. But that was amazing <laughs> and terrible all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like yeah. that's the thing. The moment Lamar gets killed, it's like, okay, someone's dead. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's going to kill somebody because like mm-hmm. that, and that shot as well that kills him. Like after the whole cam talking that Sam tries to do, they come barging in, they get in a fight with the super soldiers and he just gets punched across the room through a pillar. And it's like, oh, and like you feel it when he hits. I'm like, oh yeah, he's dead. It's like, he's, yep. he's not getting up from that. And, mm-hmm. and you literally like, we've been seeing John's like descent into madness up to this point, And then at that moment, it's just, snap he's gone and like he just takes off through the window hunts that guy down like i'm surprised that guy didn't die before he got his head smashed in just like even like when john catches up to him and like that punch and like hitting the shield off him and launching him into those stairs and i'm like how's his back not broken how is he still talking like this and then he just picks up the shield and just (laughs) wrecks him with the second that he lifts up the shield 
I'm thinking this guy is getting decapitated. Like yes. his head is going to roll down the <laughs> stairs right now. It's Disney Plus show. So I think if this was on like Hulu or something, that might have happened. But I was like, I was, my jaw was wide open during that whole scene. I was oh, like, 100%. What? Yeah. Like he left it on right shield now. and it's like, if you've not seen like, I've watched like compilations on YouTube, there's compilations of reactors like reacting to the shield getting lifted and slammed. If you've not seen it, watch it because it never gets old seeing someone's face of like, no, no boom and it hits and i think what makes it worse is because yep. you you do think that you think hit and he's going to let the head's gone he's decapitated and then boom yeah boom, and like just keeps going it's like he was dead in the first oh. shot please stop he's clearly Probably. dead yeah and then we see that the blood just kind of on the shield that yeah. shot that like, from the bottom with him like <laughs> with him in a very kind of almost like not stoic but very captain america-esque pose standing there with a shield Whoa. in his arm and the blood yeah. down it, it's like... And after oh. after that all happens, he's standing there and you can just tell he's like twitching. Just like that moment was just, wow, that was one of the most powerful. I mean, up until that point, it was the most powerful moment in this show, for sure. Yeah. Like, no question. Debatable that it could be the, one of the most powerful moments like in the entire show. Because that was just mm -hmm. like, Wow jaw-dropping like you said yeah that was that was, that was the moment that was the moment that defined this show was like okay yeah this show is definitely up there between that shot and then like the shot of sam in the finale in the captain america costume like it's mm -hmm. oh yeah like those are some can of we, the standout moments can we can we talk about when he walks out with the with the suit with his new suit oh yeah, the yeah with the u.s agent and the I what did you guys I, think about that yeah if honestly if again i like i've got to give props to them it's very comic accurate Mm -hmm. it definitely the looks suit like itself i like the suit but like the mm -hmm. moment was anticlimactic unfortunately yeah. like the I... moment was anticlimactic because like am i meant to be happy am i meant to be sad like I... yeah. yeah you're trying to play this if i meant to like this guy and i'm like i clearly right. don't he's because like in case anyone didn't realize the woman who the the countess or whatever the heck or she was getting called like she's a comic character she's madam mm -hmm. hydra it's like she's a full-blown villain in hydra yeah. Like was so they're clearly setting up a Dark Avengers, like a villain team of Avenger S characters. They're clearly going for that. And I'm like, this character's Madam Hydra, but you've got him coming out in his new suit as if this is like, oh, this is a great big step for him and we should be really excited for him. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you can't play that moment like that. You can't play they that should, moment like should. that. And He's and a honestly, villain. Like if you if you had kept all the same dialogue, all the same acting, you could have put 30 more seconds on building up the reveal of the suit because he just like he just walks out, walks out. you don't even see the whole suit like you see yeah. like the top half and then you see a back shot of the whole suit and it's like i didn't even i didn't even like see it come on like i want to see the suit this is you what i'm done, here for you I, mean, so I, I would be more impressed if they would have just done away with that scene completely or they would have done a scene where maybe she calls them or they meet or something and she goes i have big plans for you and then the next time we see him he steps yeah. out with the suit that would have been i think more powerful in that and it would have been like oh look look here he is now yeah that, like that kind of like 100 eh, away 100 that should have been the reveal yeah. like should have been next time we seen him should have been his us agent we shouldn't have seen the suit in this one or if we did like 
yeah. build up to it, make it like I do those like shots right. of like the well, suit up shots you see that are like close up. Like I said, you could have kept the same dialogue. He could have said, "It's the same suit, but black and red." After a big build up reveal, because that would have been funny. But they didn't even build it up. It was just like, okay, yeah, yeah right. it's the same. Well, yeah. It's the same suit, and I'm like, it. but you're not that excited about it. Why the hell should we be excited about <laughs> it's it? The, exactly. It's the same shirt, just with Infinity Bros on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, which I love the fact I, that that was Wyatt Russell's actual reaction to yeah. when he saw the suit if you read interviews like that was literally Maybe. his actual real life reaction of like it's oh, the really? same suit okay. I was like it's the same suit <laughs> he was expecting something like maybe that, more epic. Like, it's a great suit, but like it's exactly the same as the blue one. <laughs> that is right. exactly what I was talking about earlier when I said Marvel tries to what they try to do is they try to insert weird awkward comedy into scenes that don't need weird awkward comedy. Yeah, and they they tend to do ever since Guardians they've done that, and it's it's not organic. It's like weird. Yeah, and I don't I don't care for it, and I, I really hope they don't do that. With if they're gonna do any kind of comedy with Loki, I hope it's just super organic, and that's the tone of the show. If the tone of the show is gonna be funny, then make it funny, but don't insert like weird stuff like that. Yeah, Loki's got some that great comedy. Weird. Let's let's see him do the comedy that we've seen him do so far. Right, it's like it exactly. would definitely work. I think um, yeah. I mean, it just based on the character of Loki. I mean, it's gonna be. It has to be a comedic show. Otherwise, I, I don't know if it'll land quite as well as because that's what people yeah. love Tom Hiddleston's Loki for is his his kind of wit and his like charm. I guess as Loki, yeah. and he, I mean, it's gotta it's gotta be a little bit comedic at least to to yeah. fit that. I think so. I think we're gonna definitely see that for sure. Absolutely. Uh, so to kind of move into the last couple of points then um, thoughts on the Flag Smashers they were eh. not meh <laughs> boring villains I, I, they were like there I said, or, they were just a <laughs> they were plot. there they were a lame <laughs> plot device yeah and they were a plot like device Carly like we were saying previously she had a little bit of character to her but not much and she was just she they were they were like we just need to choose someone so let's just pick her and let's just make these the villains and it's just yeah like it was special like all right like, like they got revealed like in the first episode and it wasn't like until episodes later we actually learned who the leader was and I'm like, even you don't care about them enough to tell us which one's in charge <laughs> exactly and it's well, like we, it's saying, not like, like we didn't see her like we saw her plot. if you had just built up even carly that would have helped the group but yeah. also, we have no idea what their plan is until, like, episode five. Yeah, like, like episode have, four and no five. what they're we, doing. They're just four like, and five, it's like, this is what like... we're going to do. And... Now, once again, <laughs> going back to if they made Zemo the bad guy, okay? And if they would have made these super soldiers kind of like the, not, I don't want to say winter soldiers, but they had, you know, we had our... Serum. Our, yeah. yeah, they had the serum. So that's they're working for Zemo, even though I know he hates power people. But then he kills them all at the end. But yeah, do that so, like what he did with Winter Soldier. Like he tried to set up Winter Soldier. Uses his like, oh, you're my hired guns. I'm just going to destroy at the end of it. Just exactly. To get the they could have done. made him made right. Zemo the big bad, and then done all that. Then we would have kind of gotten more of that. You know, <laughs> I think more Bucky there because Bucky knows what they have gone through with the whole him being the Winter Soldier. You know, uh, being Zemo's little minion for so long you know they could have they could have done it so much better and yeah it kind of makes me upset that they chose to make it a weird boring plot device that was a didn't really do anything special sorry okay i'm also kind of cracking up at chat here it's like walks in like <laughs> they sure were a group 
<laughs> Chunks like they sure they did, did stuff. stuff. They yeah. sure did stuff. Right, I mean, things absolutely transpired, no doubt about it. <laughs> why are they, like, RKO just said that, why are these adults following a girl that looks like she's 15 at most? Yes. She looks <laughs> really young. Like, she looks like she should be in my, one of the youth groups I worked in. Like, seriously, she looks so <laughs> freaking young. Mm -hmm. I'm like... And, like, again, I think the, the actress... Um, who I don't know the name of at this time. Mm, she did know. as best as she could. Like I yeah, felt like she, she did, did a great job for what, she what they gave her, but they just didn't they they didn't give the character much in terms of like development or anything really. They just like she she did what she could, and I I don't fault her for that. It was definitely script writing and just the plot that they were going with. Unfortunately, yeah. It's like she did the best she could with the role, but the role they didn't really give her much. Uh, Maya Rudolph. Maya... <laughs> no, that's not. That is definitely not Maya Rudolph. She kind of looks like her, but yeah, that's... yeah, a bit. <laughs> Chunks she should have been in the Girl Scouts or something. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the flag smasher for a means to an end. I mean, they wasted a whole plot with them. They wasted the whole thing of like, yeah. oh, we're going to make them super soldiers, but then we're going to kill the guy that managed to make the super soldier serum, destroy it all, except for the one that Walker got. And then we're going to mm -hmm. kill off all of them. And it's like, really? This whole plot device was basically to make John Walker a freaking super soldier? Like, that literally was their whole, the only reason for any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and Locks at the end, all dead. Aaron Ke Kellyman. Aaron Kelly Kellyman, I think is Kellyman. the actress's name. Kellyman? 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 Something like that. You can say the same word over and over again, Caleb. It doesn't. I was trying. Kellerman, 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 Kellerman. That's the same word. You're just I was trying to say something like... different, and nothing else came out. So I'm just gonna assume that's right. So. Um. But yeah, like the flag smashers were, they were a waste of time in this show. It's like I think they could have been yeah. something interesting. The the idea was definitely interesting behind it. Um. The best thing that came out of it, honestly, was. <laughs> looks dead. Is that a jackal? Looks like a jackal. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like they could have done something awesome with him. They could have done something awesome with that story. Yeah. The best thing we got out of them was the fact that we got Sam's speech at the end when he was Captain America and like that these people needed help. They didn't need to be turned into terrorists. They needed help. Um, but yeah, there's nothing much more to say on them. They're they were pretty pointless. Um. One last thing I do want to mention, and we didn't mention it earlier when we first talked about it, and I just I want to put it in here at the end at least, because it was probably the most, the most heartfelt moment in the entire thing, and I I definitely cried during it. Was we spoke about Isaiah Bradley earlier, mm -hmm. um, and the final moments when the new Captain America takes him to the Captain America Museum, yeah, mm -hmm. and amazing. shows that Isaiah Bradley has been added has a statue that's been added of him to the Captain America Museum so that he is not forgotten. What he did for that country is not forgotten. What he went through is not forgotten. And I was like, I was tearing up at that point. That was just mm -hmm. such an amazingly powerful yeah. moment. And a really, a really great, along with the speech that he gave, a really great defining moment for Sam's Captain America to yeah. define him as he's definitely Captain America, but also define him as he's not Steve Rogers. That's he's a different exactly man. what I was going to say, Cross, is that, like, I mean, we already got confirmation that he is Captain America with that speech, but this was a further definition of his character mm -hmm. as Captain America and as Sam Wilson, honestly, because he is Captain America. But, like, this, this moment was the most heartfelt 
epilogue in yeah. maybe Marvel history. I don't know. It's yeah, it's probably up there for sure. Like this was an amazing moment and I don't know, the the way that they interwove like all of the all of the race discussion in this show I thought was incredible. Like I thought they did a really great job with pretty much all of it. So yeah. Amazing moment for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And oh, and one last shout out thing I was gonna do, um, because I meant to mention it earlier as well when we were talking. Uh, we already talked about like Torres and him getting set up as the next Falcon. We already talked about the Countess as Madame Hydra. Another comic book character reveal that not everybody grabbed right away was the kid that was with Isaiah Bradley. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually mm-hmm. a character from the comics as well and actually becomes Patriot, one of the Young Avengers. Young Avengers I have been coming. calling it for about two years now that we were going to get a yep. Young Avengers thing. I have been saying it constantly and everything is lining up that if we don't get a Young Avengers, like what the hell are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> we've got Speed, we've got Wiccan, we've got Hawkeye, and now we've got Patriot. Like Speed, it's, it's Wiccan, coming. And Miss Marvel Hawkeye, is coming. Like Patriot, it's all. Yeah. But Miss Marvel. Uh, America Chavez has been announced for an upcoming movie. True, yeah, yeah. Um, Doctor Strange too. We've got Kang the Conqueror's coming in the next Ant Man. Who, if you know your Young Avenger stuff, the Young Ant Man is, or the Young M um, Kang the Conqueror is Iron Lad, who is a member of the Young Avengers. Before he finds out, he becomes Kang the Conqueror. Which you know, spoilers, but the comic is like twenty years old. Um, <laughs> so you it's had like, twenty years. Uh, you've also got stature. Yeah. Cassie Lang, Scott mm, Lang's yeah, daughter. Yeah. So, like, you've already got eight potential members of the Young Avengers who have been Young Avengers at different times. Also, the potential of now that the scrolls are involved, we could see Hulkling come into it, which I have no doubt we will because Wiccan and Hulkling are like the most famous gay couple in comics. They're not going to miss the opportunity to put them on the big screen. Like, there's no way a Young Avengers isn't happening. And, like, every time I see a character, I'm like, it's happening. You just not announced it no. yet. Is <laughs> now let, let me ask you guys this: Would you rather see a like a series, a, tel- a television series about the Young Avengers, or would you want it as a movie? If I think... they can properly build it up, I'd rather see a movie with the with the okay. amount of uh, of traction and the payoff that we got in Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. I would like to see the MCU build up to something again. Yeah, and that would be a really cool. I would thing like to build up to. I would like to see a kind of crossover. To be completely honest, like I'd love to see like these characters, kind of like what we talked about with Bucky. Like I'd love to see these characters show up in shows. Like before they got a Miss Marvel show, like um, if we see like Patriot show up during stuff like this, if we do another Captain America and Winter Soldier show, and see them showing up in different things, Cassie showing up in the Ant Man movies, obviously. Um, and then have it all kind of build like the shows, them all coming out of those kind of like what we did with Avengers where they all had their own movies and then came together mm-hmm. and have them all come as like side characters mm-hmm. or their own stuff to come together as a Young Avengers movie right. and come together yeah. with that, I'd love to see yeah, that. If they yeah, can, they can like probably that. build it up, <clears throat> like even maybe a show inclusive of that and ending with a movie, like a Young Avengers yeah. movie or even just an Avengers movie or something like that, like that would be yeah, that'd have, be perfect. Well, that's it. Yeah, even have like a Young Avengers show, and then do you can even do it as an Avengers movie and have a team up of like them and who the current yeah. Avengers are, like with mm-hmm. Spider Man and Black Panther or whoever the new one's going to be, and with Captain Marvel and you know all the yeah. characters that are stepping into those roles as Avengers. Have them like cross over and actually work with them. That could be yeah. part of your next big mm-hmm. fight. Then, so it's like it's not quite an all inclusive like end game style fight, but it's still like a bigger crossover yeah. than a regular Avengers team up. Yeah. Yep. That would be awesome. 
But yeah, I think we've covered pretty much everything for Falcon and Winter Soldier. And nothing else is springing to mind for me. Anything else that you guys can think of or any other thoughts you had or I think overall, like I was I love this series. Yeah, mm-hmm. it had it had some problems. Um but I don't think it detracted too much from my overall score. I would give it like a on the Infinity Bros we do out of six, so I'd give it like a five point five out of six. Pretty dang good. That's I believe that's the same score I gave Wandavision as well. Like like close to perfect, but just a couple couple little nitpicky things that I mm-hmm. would like to have seen different, but I mean great shows. Amazing. Yeah. Love yeah. Lo- like Sam Wilson becoming Captain America is is just incredible. Like that that was that was what this show was about, and they did an amazing job with everything with Sam Wilson in this show. He he was the focus. He he played the part perfectly. Anthony Mackie did, and he it paid off. Like him as Captain America is everything I've wanted in this show. So it was awesome. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Same kind of thing here. Um, I'm I'm. I feel kind of the same way as you did. It's not perfect. It had its issues. I mean, for me, I honestly just me personally, I like WandaVision better. I think I said that already, but um, I did like how we got to see all these little things that we've talked about previously. We got new characters. We've gotten um, build up for a bunch of characters that we've already seen. Um, and I'm very interested to see what else live, like what else is this going to spawn in the MCU? What are we going to get out of this? Yeah. Like cross, like you were saying, this is, this show feels like a building block. It feels like the first stone that's put in. And now we're going to see what gets built upon this um, going forward. So I think in that regards, I liked it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm also interested just to see what else the MCU has. I mean, so far we've seen two shows already that have worked, you know, so I I want to I want to know if they're going to keep doing this in the future. Now you know we have a ton of shows already kind of already announced, but I I really hope this is something that Marvel's committed to doing because um, these shows are great. I'm I'm enjoying them a lot. So yeah, yeah. I mean absolutely. Like I think yeah I think I knocked it out of the park. I think I would definitely say I'd maybe take off maybe like half a point from what you were saying, Isaac. To it, I think don't get me wrong, it's still a phenomenal show. I definitely preferred One Division. I think just the stuff that it gave us, I think it was uh, definitely a better show with the, especially just the different tone to it than everything. Um, but yeah, this was an amazing show. This was so well done, so well put together. Anthony Mackie killed it. I'm so hyped to see Captain America 4 now based on this and to mm-hmm. see what they do with him in that. I am so excited for I want to see more Bucky Barnes. I want to see more of him in it. I'm excited to see what they do. I'm excited to see what they do with Zemo. Um, if they do a Thunderbolt, mm-hmm, yeah. where they go with that. Um, so I'm definitely excited to see what they do going forward. Um, the show itself was enjoyable. Yeah. And I'm, I'm definitely in for more. And Marvel has done nothing but like hype me up for their upcoming shows. Like I, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm all ready for more shows. I'm all ready for more of their stuff. Like I'm, I'm ready to see like Loki. I'm ready for Miss Marvel. I'm ready for you know She-Hulk. I'm ready for everything that's coming. I'm I'm all in. It's been yeah. absolutely amazing. Same. But yeah, so I guess that's our wrap up. Final thoughts then there of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Thank you so much for coming and joining me today, guys. Especially on short notice, with uh, we 
like nine twenty myself completely forgot that he was out of town this week and because everything's been focused on our 12 hour stream and it was like oh yeah i'm going out of town on you know may 2nd <laughs> i'm like wait that's a sunday i'm out of town this sunday um guys can you come and help me with this <laughs> um, so thank you so Always. much for coming in short notice thank you for popping in and yeah man helping us out yeah, with absolutely. this this is 100 percent not going to be the last time that we have either of you on the show maybe the last time we have caleb on but i mean now that it's now that it's, now that it's the <laughs> comics in the infinity bros podcast i mean anything can happen so. exactly what did I, yeah no <laughs> 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 But let me give the opportunity then for you guys and whichever one of you wants to go first you can. Give yourselves a shout out, tell people who you are, anyone who in chat who may not know who the Infinity Bros or Mountaineers are. This is your chance. You can go, Isaac. Okay, all right, I'll go first. Uh, my name is Isaac. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My name is Isaac. I'm one of the Infinity Bros. We're a group of six guys who have a podcast, the Infinity Bros podcast. We talk all things nerdy. It is the only podcast that's perfectly balanced as all things should be um mostly based on superhero stuff as you can probably guess from from the title um but we have a lot of cool things going on we do a bunch of giveaways um one current one that we have going on right now is if you rate and review our podcasts on apple Podcasts or Podchaser, you'll be entered in to win a actual infinity gauntlet now it is not the same infinity gauntlet that thanos snapped away half the universe with but it is a cool Infinity Gauntlet. It's valued at like 150 bucks. It's going to be signed by all the Infinity Bros. So make sure you guys go rate and review the Infinity Bros podcast. You can check us out on theinfinitybros.com and any major podcast platform. So, And uh, with the Mountain Nerds, it's me and my wife. We started this podcast last year. Um, we actually have a, another host that's with us. Our show, we do uh, twice a month. We talk about really honestly random topics, um, ranging from uh, we have a show coming up about theme parks to uh, summer vacations. I mean, just random stuff. We talk about superheroes. We talk about books. Um, and we usually bring on a guest on our show. So we, it's, a, it's usually a really fun time. Um, you could find us. We actually stream three days a week as well. Um, we stream t- Taylor, my wife, streams on Tuesdays. Uh, we do we try to do a co-op game or a board game on Fridays, and then I will stream on Sundays, um, usually about 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. We are also doing a giveaway as well. Um, can you show that that shirt there you got across? Uh, yeah, maybe show we off are, the shirt for you. We are, show off the shirt right there. We are doing... I'll show up mine too just because you guys are showing off. Because we're doing... <laughs> Shirt show um, off. Shirt show off. Um, <laughs> we are doing a giveaway right now. If you follow us on Twitch and one of our social medias and let us know who your favorite hero is, you could win um, some of our merch. So that's what's going on with us. Coming for that coffee mug. Yeah. <laughs> same, same. And thank you, Isaac, for shouting me out on my own <laughs> channel, which is completely pointless. Hey, you shouted us out. I thought it was only, <laughs> only prudent to shout you out as well. And if you... <laughs> Well, let me go for it then. And if you happen to wander in here and don't happen to know who we are, we, of course, are Comics in the Cross, the greatest streamers that you have never heard of. Uh, I'm one half of our two-man team, Cross. Our other half, Nitro, is away off on a lovely vacation with his wife for her birthday right now. So hope they're having lots of fun and not jealous in the least bit. Um, But we, of course, are here going to be up to three times a week now going forward, or at least in the next couple of months that will be set up. Uh, we stream our podcast or some co-op games on Sundays at 2 o'clock. We also stream 
Monday evenings I stream Monday Night Crossplay where I play through storyline games. At the moment we just started the Marvel's Avengers game and so we are going to be getting back into that. And then on every other Tuesday night and it's soon to be every Tuesday night, Nitro is going to be doing a live art stream with us. So follow us on our social media to keep up to date with all that. (laughs) Archie on chat saying what's a shirt. So keep up with us on our social medias to keep up to date with all this. What's a comic? <laughs> Sneo Spider. And also follow us on our Discord to keep the conversation going there. But yeah, so thank you so much to you guys showing up for it. Um, yeah. Upcoming for us this week, as I already said, obviously tomorrow night at about 8 o'clock, make sure you come back here and join us as I will be jumping back into Avengers. Very excited. Lock, what's a Neo Spider? Spider. <laughs> Um, we're jumping back into Avengers we only got to play one week of it before everything kind of went crazy for the 12 hour stream so I'm super excited to get back into that and then next Tuesday um, next week on the 11th Nitro is going to be coming in with his first ever uh, Art of the Hero stream and it's new regular spot um, he has done it on Sundays occasionally so you guys have seen him do art before but this is going to be his new regular spot on Tuesday night so make sure to come show him some love and support and you know, definitely support him. Maybe I'll give away some free artwork. You never know. He's a really good artist, and it would definitely be worth getting yeah, a hold that, of. That Spider-Man piece that he did for the 12-hour stream, I wanted it so bad. Like, I, I, am... might just, I might just actually pay him, like commission him to do another one, because that one looked amazing. It was I'm so actually good. super excited about my commission piece. Yeah, so, Caleb was it's... actually the winner of the yeah. original commission oh, piece where you got to ask yeah. Nitro for whatever you wanted, and... Go ahead, tell the people, what did you ask for, Caleb? Yeah, I asked him to make a Iron Man with his Mark IV armor in, like, the Ooh. the superhero po- the superhero landing. Nice. Point landing. So nice. I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, how that comes out. It's going to be great. I know it's, it's awesome. Nitro doing it, it's going to be great. For oh, sure. yeah, it's going to turn out good. It is going to turn out so good. I was like, I'm honestly excited to see what he does with them. I'm excited. I think was it Chunk that won the other one. I'm excited to see mm-hmm. what Chunk actually picks. I don't think he's actually chosen one yet. Uh, so I'm kind of excited to see what he goes for with his. But yeah, Nitro's art streams are worth catching. The dude is, the dude is insanely talented. He is insanely His, talented. I think Chunk said he was gonna get a picture of you cross. That's what he wanted. He wanted Nitro to draw <laughs> you with the hair. Of course. <laughs> I don't blame him. I mean, look at look at me. Of course he wants me. Um, <laughs> All gonna right, hang guys. him right in the living room. <laughs> All right, guys, but that is it for today. I'm just gonna quickly have a look and see who we've got on to raid. We actually don't have that many people on right now. If anyone has got any suggestions or anyone sees anyone, uh, he will give Hark the Ginger a follow. He's playing some Spider-Man right now. Try to look for something that's at least in our wheelhouse of usual stuff. Uh, try to see if there's anyone playing some Apex as well. You go check out Boz from God's Squad Church. Yeah, let's go read Pastor Boz. Let's go and give him some love. I think you're crossing Nitro is Idol from Killing Instinct. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be amazing. <laughs> What what is it, Chunk? You don't want a gorgeous picture of me hanging up in your house? I, I can't think why not. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you want that? That's 
a nice, a big old four by eight. That's what he needs. Yeah. Full body. Exactly. You know, or like, you're like two face Batman. One side is uh, <laughs> Cross, and one side is Nitro. Oh, that's such a good no, show. But... By the way, that's such an awesome <laughs> show. That's pretty sweet. All right, guys. Have Cross in the uh, Jeff Goldblum uh, shirt off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can. I can live pose for that if you want. You know, just get the, the show. Um, <laughs> But alright guys, we are going to head over and raid uh, Pastor Boz, he's playing some Hades right now, we're going to go show him some love, so please hang out in the raid, uh, please go and show him some love, drop him a follow if you have not already, of course as we've done some shout outs for Infinity Bros and Mount Nerves, go and check them out, Isaac and the bros, the massive crew over there, Caleb and Taylor over at Mount Nerves, good friends of ours, go show them some love too, but thank you so much guys and we are going to... <laughs> just taking the opportunity, Isaac. Just, just one last out, shout check out. out. <laughs> oh dear. All right, but you guys have an absolutely amazing day. Take care, and remember, as always, it's a good week to be a geek. See you all later, guys. Bye.